Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Cooper Rush with the comeback, and Jerry Jones just might have his quarterback controversy. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us. This is Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale alongside Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Shannon, maybe we should just both lay out and let Skip do his thing right now. I don't know. Man, that wasn't nothing. I got two things. (laughs) Number one, to our man, Lil Wayne, happy 40th birthday to the youngest and wisest 40-year-old I have ever known. Happy birthday, nephew. Uh, many, many, many more to come. It was great seeing you on Sunday night. You celebrated. The birthday was today, but he celebrated a little bit Sunday night, Skip. So you were leaving as I was coming up. Did so, you come? Yeah, what? I did. I did. Wait, then one of us actually got up early and put the show early. together. I got up early. Somebody actually what? cared Was about I not here show. yesterday? Huh, interesting. Was I not here yesterday? And now, number two. <laughs> How about them cowboys? Really? I guess we're not dead yet, are we? Really? Like everybody wrote us off. You beat two and one. You beat the Giants. Oh, we beat the Giants. So you told me they're back, baby. Back, big, back, big blue is red back, hot. Back, That's all back, I heard back, all week. Tell you, nobody tell you back. But that should t- that should tell you that team last night mm-hmm. beat Baker Mayfield. Mm. Mm. Let that sink in for just a second. Yeah. Let that sink in for just a second. They beat Baker Mayfield, and they hot garbage. I'm going to save my thoughts yeah. for Jen's question. <laughs> so, Jen, the floor is yours. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, let's jump in because, Skip, I know you can't wait. The Cowboys picked up a 23-16 to road victory over the Giants last night. Dallas trailing by seven in the third quarter before Cooper Rush led the offense to 17 straight points. Rush finishing with 215 yards plus a touchdown in this game. Shannon, you first, because I have a feeling Skip's going to unload on a scale of 1 to 10. How impressive was Cooper Rush last night? Uh, I gave him a 5. The uh, Cooper Rush wasn't the reason the Cowboys won this game. Um, their defense sacked Daniel Jones five times. They pressured him 27 of his 49 dropbacks. Skip, I don't, I'm not saying that Daniel Jones is a world beater. I don't even know if he's really good. But it's hard to properly evaluate him that if every time he drops back to pass, he's having to run for his life. Evan Neal has been a very big disappointment. Skip, he was a top 10 pick. I think he was top 10. Yeah, he was a top 10 pick. And Skip, they were running around him. D-Law was running around him like D-Law from five years ago. Mm. Everybody was running around him mm. like, like it was 1999. It was an embarrassment how Daniel Jones dropped back and he's running for his life. Um, also... Skip, when you run the ball like they ran it, the Cowboys ran the ball. That was as good as we've seen them run the ball in a very long time. You could go for 176, you average about six yards a carry. It's going to make it make the quarterback's job very, very easy. And then on the flip side, 
Rush, Rush was protected very well last night. He was only hit twice. Uh, Daniel Jones was hit 12 times. He was only pressured on six of his dropbacks. So when you have time to survey the field, you can run the ball like the Cowboys ran it. It is a recipe for success. The Giants aren't very good. You look at who they beat. Uh, they they beat Baker Mayfield again. It tells you a lot about Baker Mayfield, and they beat the uh, the Tennessee Titans. So for me, Skip, look, I thought I, I think he's doing what you ask a backup quarterback to do: come in, steady the ship while the starters are, starters out, don't lose ground, and just keep us where we need to be. And I think he's done a great job of that. But but Cooper Rush wasn't the reason why they won this game last night. That wasn't the reason when. Tony Pollard comes in and oh, what did Tony Pollard? Tony Pollard had 13 rushes, a buck oh five, eight yards of carry. Zeke had 15 for 73, uh, base uh, four and a half, four point nine a carry. Longer 27. Tony Pollard had a longer 46. So for me, Skip, it, it was a very simple formula. Just don't put the ball in harm's way. Uh, it was very close. I thought one call might have swayed a little bit. The call they called on um. Sterling Shepard, they call said he was a pass interference when he ran into Trayvon Diggs. I didn't necessarily agree with that call. Uh, five or 13 on third down, which wasn't great. They had the one-fourth down call, one-fourth down conversion. But I gave him a five because I believe he's doing what he, he's supposed to do against bad teams. Uh, and I don't think anybody, I think at the beginning of the year, if we say Cooper Rush was going to play and he would beat Cincinnati because we thought Cincinnati was going to be better than what they actually are. Now, they could turn that around, Skip, and then we look back at it like, man, Cooper Rush beat Cincinnati. Cincinnati, look what they turned out to be. But as of right now, Cincinnati still leaves a lot to be desired, and they could get their, get their, uh, catch their rhythm and take off here. But I wasn't overly impressed with last night. The Giants aren't very good. There's no, nobody watched that game last night and say, man, the Giants are about to take off. The Giants are a playoff caliber team. Nobody thought that last night watching that game play being played. Mm. Even you watched it, and you don't think the Giants are very good. You, you have been raving about the Giants' defense. It's much improved. Wink. Skip. Wink Martindale. Skip. But if you look at He's going to bring the heat. He's going to light up Cooper Rush. And he didn't, br- he didn't bring any heat. Oh, he brought it all the freaking night yeah, long. Are you no kidding heat. me? Break no are you kidding? What game did you watch? Well, if he's bringing did you this- see extra rushers? I saw him almost uh, every play. Well, how about this here? If you bring uh. extra rushers, and you can only hit the quarterback twice, uh, that lets you know just how bad your defense is. You're not watching. As usual, you're not watching. Okay. I have tried and tried and tried to tell you, but I'm not going to try anymore because it really doesn't matter because I am loving it that everybody's in a hush about Cooper Rush. Everybody is sleeping on Cooper Rush. Everybody's sleeping on him. He's a guy. Yeah. He's just another guy, says Shannon Sharp. I need you to keep saying that he because now we have three samples of body of work. Wow. Cooper Rush is unspectacularly special. Special. Cooper Rush is operating that offense at a higher level than I've ever seen Dak Prescott operate. Stop it, Skip. Efficiently, effectively. I, I told you, he plays with, with a fearless poise and command of that offense. He's been in it for six years. He's 28 years of age. He's not some raw rookie thrown into the fire. And all I know is that Wink Martindale's goal, goal last night was to make him deer in headlights, light him up. And 
All night long, the big red rocket, he looked like bear in headlights to me because I got to tell you, Shannon Sharp, I know your game, and I know what it feels like for those quarterbacks to have to stand in against free rushers on almost every play and get hit right in the mouth. He stood strong play after throw after play after throw. He made so many big plays getting smashed in the face. Skip, you only you, got hit twice? No, oh, stop it. He's, they're right in his face. I don't know if they count them as hits, but you got to no. throw through people all night long. All I know is he just kept on keeping on. Can you believe that Cooper Rush went through a whole game against a weak Martindale defense and never went down one time? That is spectacular right, right. there. That, that is a stat. And I do believe that Jerry Jones, to his credit, and he is the draft master I think he scored with Tyler Smith, and a lot of people, including me, were highly skeptical yeah. of that pick. And all I know is it just keeps on keeping on working. Yeah. And all I know is all of a sudden they put Jason Peters not in at left tackle. They put guard. him at left guard. And at age 40, he's a pretty good left guard. Right. And all of a sudden that left side of the line started mauling and balling. Well, left guard left guard might be a better position for well, him it is. because he doesn't have the foot speed to slide laterally. So you're in a confined space. So he might be better as a road grader inside. Okay. So all I know is I've watched Cooper Rush play three games now. And I've seen him up at Minnesota on Sunday night football go 24-40 for 325 and throw a late TD pass to win the game with 55 seconds left. And then against the defending AFC champs that almost won the Super Bowl, he goes 19-31 to for 235 and completes three late passes in the final minute that set up the walk-off field goal. And then last night, this was a classic cowboy loss waiting to happen. Because I'm going to show you in the first half, and obviously you were watching, so you saw these plays. If, if we could see the, the first one came on a drive that went to third and three down at the Giants' 10. At, at this point, it is three all is the score. And Noah Brown runs a route. This is with 9-17 left in the second quarter. If we can see Noah Brown run a route in the end zone, and this is obviously Cooper Rush's favorite receiver because they've been on the scout team together. And he gets flat out tackled in the end zone. I've never seen anything like that. that that's just a flat out tackle. Yeah, that, that's, that, that, that's, that's as blatant a pass interference as you will ever see not called. And Cooper Russ sees it and just throws it out wide because he knows he's got the P.I. And it should be first and goal at the one. And you right. should get seven points out of it, which they're going to get right. with Zeke. Zeke's not going to be denied on three or four tries from the one yard line. Okay. So the point is, instead of. Uh, the Tens. seven to three, it's it's three to three, right? right. Okay, well, no, it would have been, been 10. ten to three at that point. Okay, and then we have the classic play of the night that set the stage for what was to come. This is ten forty eight left in the second quarter, and we've we've got C D Lamb. Drop. Yep, we've got the throw to C D. Actually, it's four thirty nine. It's it's uh, here we go, and it's Cooper Rush. I got to tell you, that, that was a sweet throw. He yeah. hit him right on the money, yeah. right in stride. And CeeDee Lamb, who has had a history of dropping balls, which you bring up often. We're going to talk more about CD in a few minutes here. He just cold dropped it. Yeah. Hit him right in the hands. He said he was th thinking about where he was going to turn up. But you can't turn up. You, you got to catch the yeah. ball first, as you know better than anybody living <laughs> right now. Okay, so those two plays are classic cowboy blunders that lead to a classic collapse and loss. And right away, early in the second half, the Giants just take the game over, and then Saquon escapes for 
36 yards and a touchdown. The place goes bananas. Saquon is back. LeBron tweets that Saquon is back. And all of a sudden, it feels like the sky has fallen on my Dallas Cowboys. Except I still have Cooper Rush at the controls. And I emphasize the word controls because he does something I still can't believe. I woke up this morning. I said, did that really happen? He led them on a 75-yard drive in nine plays that was all Cooper Rush. And he comes right back after a New York Giants punt and leads them 89-11 for another touchdown and comes right back after a Cavante Turpin punt return and gets a field goal out of it. So Cooper Rush scores 17 straight unanswered points that put the game away. Bam, 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 bam. Right. it, it was beautiful to watch because the first one starts with a throw to guess who, Mr. Ball Dropper, CeeDee Lamb. I think we have that one. It's a 17-yarder. It starts off the, the drive that's going to answer the, the, the touchdown Saquon scored. And there's that. All right, that, that's not an easy throw that you got to drop in over the, the cover two. And he dropped it in for a big 17-yard game. And did you, did you see what was hitting him in the face? Did you see what was happening? Okay, we see it one more time. I, I think there's a free rusher in his face. Am I right? Did, did he not go down on that play? He go down. Yeah, he, yeah okay. he got pressured on six huh. of his 31 okay. drawbacks. All right, well, I, I got blitzers in his face all night long. Then we go to 89 yards in 11 plays, and guess who takes this drive over? Mr. Lamb turns back into a lion. Could we see the plays? There are four big plays. Catches by CeeDee Lamb on this drive for a touchdown that makes it 20 to 13 Dallas Cowboys. That's the. I don't know what a Dory Jackson is thinking. Yeah. One, that's the fourth down play. I don't know what. Fourth and four. I don't know why 24 is so bad when he knows the slot guy is going to come. I don't know what okay. 30 is doing. Yep. He gets involved because they run, they run the motion with Pollard, and all of a sudden he's going to okay. stop Pollard in the backfield. Okay, and there's that the catch of, of the night. And what the got play. me about the throw was. Usually on a fade route throw, you put a whole lot of air underneath it and let him run to it. Cooper Rush stands up and throws it more on a line. Yeah. It, it was more of a rope throw yeah. because he wants CD, to, he wants quickly to get the ball in CD's like area code. Well, the last thing you want to see, after he's dropped a couple skips, the last thing you want CD to do is think about it. Yep. So you want to try to get the ball up and down as quick as he possibly can and not like, he did. No, it didn't hang. He threw it on a rope, and C.D. went with his – he's right-handed, obviously. He goes wrong hand, left hand, and just one hand snatches it while getting both feet down. And it was the play of the night, and it it seemed to take all whatever air was left in the Giants that took the air out of them. Right. And by the way, the play of the night, if we could go back and look at it one more time, is fourth and four at the Giants' 41. This is 10-27 left, and if you miss this one – you could still be in some trouble yeah. in this game. And here it is, Cooper Rush back. And, again, he's got a, a, but, a rusher's right in his face. Up. The slide guy's coming. Where is 24? At the snap of the ball, at, first of all, you got to start walking down because you know the guy that's over CD is coming. You've got to start walking down to take that away. You do. I agree. But he throws it with some mustard on it because it's got to get there fairly quickly. And he's throwing it having to fall away a little bit. He's got a free rusher yeah, in his first, face. Yeah, the slot guy's coming, yes. Okay. But he, right. because, here's the thing, though, Skip, the slot is coming from such a distance, so yep. he's having time. That's why the guy that's over, that's the safety, he's got to start to creep down because he knows that slot defender is going to blitz. You start to creep down, and so when he pulls up now, hey, 
If he runs a double move, he runs a go, hey, the guy's going to hit him in the face. But you got to say, you know what? I believe they're going to run something. They're going to run to the sticks. I'm going to play the sticks. If they run past the sticks, they got me, Skip. Coach, they got me. Okay. I, I got you. But the point is, that throw is on the money. Yeah. And his throws all night were on the money. And I'm going to tell you that the degree of difficulty was fairly high because when I heard before the game that the franchise tagged tight end, you, you're pretty familiar with that Dalton position, Schultz. <laughs> Dalton Schultz, is not able to play with a knee injury, and it never sounded good all week. And I thought Michael Gallup was going to take up some of the slack on the road against a red-hot, big-blue Giants defense. Mm-hmm. Couldn't go yet. They said maybe next week against Washington, but they've been saying that for two weeks. That's why they should have just went ahead and put him on short-term my okay. arms, But they did not. And, and again, I think they fear re-injury because it right. might be a little too quick off a complete ACL right. repair. You, well, Skip, the thing is, you're rushing him back because you didn't put him on IR. You're like, okay, maybe open the week, maybe the next week, maybe the next week, where if you just go ahead and take that first four games, you can let him come back at his pace, and then you'll feel comfortable say, you know what, I think he's ready to play. Okay. So all of a sudden, I'm looking up, and I'm realizing that Cooper Rush, the Dallas Cowboy backup quarterback, is having to throw – to a rookie tight end named Jake Ferguson, who did make first team all Big Ten out of Oh, Wisconsin. I like him. Yeah, I, I like, I like him. him. And he can block too. And he's he's got he's one of those kids who just want he wants to fight. If you mm-hmm. want to fight, he'll fight. Yeah. And he's also throwing to somebody named Peyton Hendershot, who is undrafted a rookie out of Indiana, but he did make three straight all Big Ten teams. He didn't make first team, right, right. but he's a four-year starter from Indiana. And they like him because he can catch right. the football. Yeah, yeah. And he knows how to run routes. Right. And so all of a sudden, Cooper Rush is trusting him. What, what I'm loving about Cooper Rush is they all seem to respond to him. And, and I agree with you. That's the best they've run the football for a long time. But I like how they're all responding. All the pieces, all the cylinders are start to hit on all cylinders. Yeah. Let's not get it. Tom Brady's backups and backups are better than giant starting receivers. I don't know what's going on with Galladay. But Skip Galladay has been, has, been, has been cheeks for like since he got there. He doesn't even, and he's like, I should be playing. And you watch him, the effort that he gave last night. Mm-hmm. Now, the first pass they threw to him, he almost got it picked. He was half-assing it from the jump. And then they throw him a ball. Remember, and then, he, he, he got to play two plays in the that last was, game that, against. That yeah. was too, too many. Mm-hmm. Given the effort that he's given us for, excuse me, mm-hmm. given the effort that he's given the Giants and the Giants fans and the amount of money that he's making, mm-hmm. he shouldn't be playing at all. I don't know why they're holding on to him. Mm. Just go ahead and release him. He's already got the money. You sound like an angry Giants no, fan. Skip, no, I'm angry because I hate when guys come out that I should be playing mm. and they give you the kind of effort. Cut the tape on. Watch the tape and you tell me Kenny Galladay should be starting or he should be playing more than what he is. Look at the effort when uh, 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 Trayvon Diggs almost picked it. You tell me that man is busting it. Mm-hmm. He didn't even get... First of all, Diggs is out of his. Diggs never gets out of a backpedal. All he's doing, all he's doing, is slow stepping back. And then the moment, because Galladay, I'm like, Galladay, you you don't run no go route like that. You got to make him think you're going deep. So he opened his hips, and then you drive back to the ball. Mm. And then uh, uh, Daniel Jones hit him right in his chest, and he threw it right on the ground. I said, Mm. man, that's embarrassing. Mm. That's embarrassing. He had that one good year in uh, in Detroit. Mm -hmm. Parlayed that into a big contract. Mm. And has, has wet the bed ever since he's been in New York. Mm. 
You sound like a bitter Giants. No, 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 no. I, I'm not. I mean, Giants win, lose, it doesn't matter to me. Mm. But I don't. It I don't, mattered I, last night. No, no, no. Skip. I, I, I picked the Cowboys. Mm. But what the you pro- always pick the Cowboys, so it, it's CYA. But go ahead. No, no, no. I, but I, I, what did I tell you? The defense. Because I know the Giants' offensive line has been pathetic. And like I said, I don't know if Daniel Jones is really good. I don't think he's good. But it's hard to properly evaluate him when every time he drops. Skip, the man got pressure 27 of his, uh, hold up. He got pressure 27 of 37 dropbacks. How you going to be good? Mm. Imagine if Brady got, if Brady dropped back the pass 30 times, he got pressure on 20 of them. He got hit 12 of those 20 times. Okay, do you know how many, how many did you say? How many is it total? He got uh, he threw 37 pressure. pass. He got pressure 27 times. Okay. Well, uh, I'll bet you 18 of those times he ducked under the pressure and hurt yes. us with his legs because he can run. Yes. And finally, yeah. finally, in the fourth quarter, we, the Dallas Cowboys, started to actually spy with Donovan Wilson because right. you, you have to spy because our rush tends to be loop rush. Right. And, and if you loop around, he's just finally saying, well, all I have to do is duck and step right. forward, and all of a sudden I see a lot of green. He got better legs than you think. Remember he took off on he Philly? That he took he, the right. legs he was running faster than he, okay. he could keep up with. But, but he has some athletic Yeah, yeah, ability. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. He, got, he got better legs. Well, you see, he wouldn't have. He had nine carries for a 79 yards. Okay. So that's pretty good. I'm not saying he's Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray, but he got better legs than what people think. Okay. So I've told you from the start, my team will go as far as Micah and the defense carries my team. And they were pretty good last night. I didn't think they were shut down good, but they were good enough to win this football game. Well, they got they got the pressure. I mean, um, uh, um, Demarcus DQ, Lawrence. DQ did a great job yeah. of disguising. They brought the blitz from one side, and then um, Daniel Jones he turned, and and Wilson hit him right in his chest. D Law did a great job. He did. He's like, hey, let me go against Evan Neal, and, and he he cooked it. He ate his lunch. He ate and his that, lunch. And that, but that's what you got to do, Skip. When you got a fish, you don't let him off. You take him to the market, you clean him, and you take him to the market. You make sure you deliver that fish. And that's what Evan Neal, a rookie, a rookie, he might get better, but he got baptized last night. And D-Law and those guys didn't let him off the hook, and right. that's what you've got to do. And there is a Dorrance Armstrong, oh, he, and then you look up, and wait, there's an Odigizua and yeah. somebody else, and there's a Neville Gallimore, and that they're pretty deep in I their front. Got a, I could have got a pressure okay. against that Giants offensive line. Okay. Well, we'll see about that. Skip, you know they're not I, I, any good. I believe my front's going to get pressure against everybody but they Skip, play. Not twenty-seven times. Well, he had he's had issues <laughs> all year and since oh, dating yeah, in the last yeah. year. And it doesn't look like Brian Dayball, the new genius coach, has fixed those issues. Well, I think the Skip, that, that's a look. You can say all you want to, but at some point in time, you just got to have some pride and say, "Man, that, man, y'all just not finna whip my ass all day." Mm-hmm. I don't like the Giants. The Giants old lineman got any pride? Mm-hmm. They're like, "Guy, go by him and like." Oh, well, hey, 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 Daniel, what? Mm. Daniel, mm. how about blocking? Evan mm. Neal, you're the, you're, you're the top, well, uh, a top 10 offensive lineman, and you let D-Law go around you like that? I know D-Law D, D is a solid player, but he's not known as a pass rusher, especially at this stage of his career. Mm. And he look, hell, he look like Aaron Donald going around uh, 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 Evan Neal. Mm. All I know is... My defense in moments last night dominated when it had to dominate. And all I know is my run game showed you what happens when it goes thunder and lightning because the, the, Pollard's got lightning in his feet. Oh, yeah. He ran. Lightning. When he gets away, he can get away. So, in other words, you're telling me you love Cooper Rush. He'll start it next year somewhere? 
Somebody going to come get him? Maybe in Dallas. <laughs> no. Uh, maybe, maybe in Dallas. Hey, somebody going to come get him? Because huh. that's what normally happens when backup mm-hmm. plays well. We saw with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yep. We saw with Nick Foles. Mm-hmm. We see uh, Jalen Hurts. I don't care about next year. I care about Sunday against Washington. Man, stop that's it. That's all I Did care Did you see about. that, Skip? They, they had two points until the last six minutes of the ball game. Stop. Mm. You know good and well the commanders aren't very good. Mm. Well, uh, we need to take care of business because then we got to go to the Rams and we got to go to guess who? Yeah. The Eagles. Okay, Cooper Rush beat the Rams. Mm-hmm. Cooper Rush beat the Eagles. Mm-hmm. I'm a believer. Mm. I'm a believer. Did we get that on. Yeah, tape? yeah, I'm a believer. You don't even know who the monkeys yeah, are. I do know who the monkeys are. All I know is last night was about Cooper Rush answering Saquon. He yeah. answered. The Giants. He answered. Well, it's the Giants. They were crazy. Oh, you've been raving about their defense. I've been raving, Skip. Did you see him pick them apart? You do, you do realize, like, when you we say the Giants, go, that's gentlemen. a team, not just one side of the ball. Cooper mm-hmm. Rush wins his first Fly. three career starts, regardless of who they're against. The WNLs are the only thing that matter at the mm-hmm. end of the day. All right, still to come today, Shannon, get ready. LeBron and the Lakers had their media day yesterday. Uh Yeah. And you think Russell Westbrook is already showing he wants out of that? Good. Plus, we're going to dive into whether the Cowboys now really have a quarterback controversy on their hands. They do not. All that's next on the other side of this break. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. And I won't back down. Lakers media day yesterday. LeBron and most of the group appearing upbeat, excited about their prospects for the upcoming season. However, Russell Westbrook, hmm, he didn't appear to share that same enthusiasm following an offseason, of course, of all those trade rumors. Take a listen. You think the Lakers want you here? I mean, um, whether that they want me here or not, it doesn't really matter. What's the question? Do you believe you can do that? Do what? Be yourself and play the way that you are comfortable and want to play uh, man, in, honestly, in this system. Um, I'll be myself every single day when I wake up. Um, basketball-wise, um, I'll continue doing what's best for the team, doing whatever 
that is asked of me, um, I'll continue doing that. Um, and in those parameters, um, I'll be the best person I can possibly be. We all have jobs that sometimes people at our jobs don't like us or don't want us there, as you guys probably can attest to in any other job across the world. Um, and as a professional and as a uh, working uh, man, I have to do my job and do it the best way I know how. Hmm, interesting comments, huh? Shannon, what do you think? Is this going to work? <laughs> Skip, normally... <laughs> When the boss don't want you on a job, he gets your ass up out of there. Forget the team, forget the co-workers. The boss. This is what Russ said. Now, he said, I wake up every single day and be Russ. They asked him that very same question last year at the exit inter interview. Mm -hmm. He says, I'm not sure, Frank Vogel, I'm not sure what his issue was with me. I'm not sure why, but I can't really give you an answer why it really never connected. And also, do you believe that you were given a fair chance with the Lakers? I was never given a fair chance uh, to, to uh, just be who I needed to to be and help this team. That was last year. That's what he said last year. Yep. Now, now he's talking about, I wake up every day and I'm Russ. No. Russell Westbrook is the exact same player he's always in. The only thing that was different last year and when he was in OKC after KD left, when he went to Houston, and when he went to the Wizards, was expectations. Without expectations, there can be no disappointment. Yep. He had none in OKC. He had none in Houston. He had none in Washington. I don't care about those triple doubles. Yep. You tell me the publication, you tell me the analysts that said Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal are, are championship contenders. Tell me what they said in Houston. Tell me once KD left, did he yeah, have maybe, maybe a touch in Houston, but not once Washington <laughs> happened, nobody cared. Ain't nobody thought they would no. skip. Russ and James Harden, yeah. basically the same player, ball dumbing the guys, two I ball agree. dumbing the guys. They're not going to contend for no title. Skip, look, he knows it. Russ knows they want him out of there. But Rob Palinka laid it out crystal clear. Ain't nobody want him. Mm. At the end, the low, Skip, remember I told you a couple, I told you a couple of months ago, my grandfather said, boy, the loneliest place in the world is the place you're not wanted. Mm. What's even lonelier is a place that nobody wants you. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine? Skip, I believe there's some place I can go that somebody's going to want me. Somebody's going to love me. Yep. Russ can't go anywhere in the NBA where they want him. Mm. And he knows it. Mm. So now what? Now what is the question? And Rob Palenka knows it. Rob like, we only get one shot at this. Mm. We only got two picks. Because if we don't get this right, we're gonna have to, we can stand down until 2030. And by the way, uh, your man, LeBron James, will probably, almost certainly, not be around in 2027 and 2029, <laughs> right? So, if we don't, Skip, if we flub this one, we got no picks. We might, way don't even have no draft. We don't need no extra personnel. We don't mm -hmm. need no staffers. We don't need nobody to go get no donuts, no coffee, no cookies. Cut it, for what? It's going to be a real lonely place around <laughs> Exactly. Here. That is correct. So, Rob knows that. But the problem is... The situation that the Lakers find themselves in, where they don't want him, nobody wants Russ. Nobody. No one. Mm -mm. All these players, top 75, all NBA top 75 player of all time, that nobody wants. Nobody wants. And even though LeBron said all the right things yesterday, yeah, we know he is. does not want. No. AD said all the right things yesterday. He does not want no. Russell Westbrook. Polinka said all the right things yesterday. No, no, no. The man, Skip, the man said, the man said, look, the trade, we got to get this right. We only get one chance to get, if they wanted it, why are we talking trade? Skip, it's media day. Who talks trade on media day? 
You talking about the upcoming season. Everybody yeah. talking about the upcoming season. Everybody talking about, ooh, we're ready to get back. Obviously, now there's a lot of things going on. You know, Phoenix got their issues. Boston has Do their they. issues. Hey, hey, hey. And for the first time, the Lakers say we got two teams that got worse issues than what we got. Yeah. Y'all took us out the news. Yeah. Appreciate that. You might that. throw the Nets in there also. <laughs> and the Nets, right. Yeah. Thank you, Nets. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Boston. Yeah. Thank you, Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Man, this is, look, Russ is not happy. Russ knows he's not wanted. Yep. They know Russ knows he's not wanted. Mm-hmm. But what are we going to do, Skip? Nobody else wants him. Ain't nobody beating down our door. Mm-hmm. Hey, give us Russ. Mm-hmm. We, we, oh, oh, Russ is the missing piece. Mm-hmm. A guy that averaged triple-double, you would think, a guy that averaged triple-double for the last six years, Skip, he got to be, it got to be the missing piece to something, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Uh-huh. Okay. I can't tell. Nor can I. I'm going to read a couple lines from the column written in the L.A. Times last night by Bill Plaschke, who is a highly respected, longtime veteran columnist who has covered many, many, many great Lakers seasons past. I think deep down inside, he's a Lakers fan, too. (laughs) You could make the case. It's hard not to be when you've covered Shaq and Kobe Kobe. and even back to magic. magic. Yeah, back to magic. First line, Bill Plaschke. It was scheduled as a day filled with opulent optimism. It was instead another day in Russell Westbrook hell. Hell. All capitalized. Hell. He's still a Laker. He's still combative. He's still Russ. Russell Westbrook said to the media, whether they want me here or not doesn't really matter, honestly. And he goes on to say, Westbrook, says Plaschke, looked bored. Polinka seemed weary. It's completely nonsensical. It's beyond a distraction. It's a total mess. Westbrook doesn't seem to want to be here. So you can't get rid of him, but he doesn't want to be here. So what's the answer? Well, Darvin Ham had a potential answer because he would not even commit to starting, yeah, to starting yeah, Russell Westbrook. Like and, and he said, we've got a long way to go before we have to make that decision. But he said, we've got all kinds of, of new options here, if I can find my options. Kendrick Nunn, Schroeder, he, he Pat did. Bell. They're all there you, you, in a row. He, he mentioned Dennis Schroeder, Pat Bev. Kendrick Nunn is now healthy, they say, yes. after missing the whole year. Oh, yeah. m- almost mysteriously missed right. the whole year. And he threw in Austin Reeves yeah. as a, a viable right. option yeah. coming off the bench to play somewhat that position, right? right? Mm-hmm. That means you have four potential Russell Westbrooks to eat up whatever minutes you don't want him on the floor. Now it's up to the new sheriff in town, Darvin Ham, to tell Russ, no, you're not going to finish a game. I might start you just to give you a right. nod to, to your, your former greatness, but you're going to be on the bench in the fourth quarter, and somebody Ooh. is not oh, going to man, be he's happy. Gonna be he's going to be seeding. I mean, skip, yeah, you want to start, start the game, but when is money time? Mm. The fourth quarter. I mean, imagine if I start the game, but come fourth quarter, we're in late the fourth quarter, five, six minutes to go in the ball game, and they tell me, hey, Carswell, you're in. Chamberlain, you're in. Todd Heap, you're in. What? Yep. And what? And what? Okay. So it's almost blasphemy for me to say this, but I make the case. I'm just doing this <laughs> knowing what I know about Russ last year. Pat Bev is a little more valuable right now than Russ is. Dennis Schroeder is a little more valuable than what Russ has become on this stage in L.A. when he got exposed. I can make the case that Austin Reeves is a little more valuable than Russ because he plays so hard on defense, and he makes all the right plays with and for LeBron. Right. Because he knows how to play basketball. When you're saying value, you're saying they're you're more just, valuable to this team. To this team in the fit. No. 
to fit with the king. Right. The, the king needs somebody to play off him, right. not, not rub against him, because right. Russ is, is constantly chafing against LeBron, right. and LeBron's like, I, 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 I can't well, rise above this. Yeah, supposedly. But when, when Russell Westbrook is the single worst three-point shooter in all of basketball, and he's your starting point guard, you got a problem. Right. When he leads the league in turnovers per game all the way to the bitter end when he doesn't play the last three games, you got an even bigger problem. When he demonstrates on the Lakers stage that he coveted his whole life, that he it was his dream come true and now his nightmare, when he shows you he's got the worst hands of any NBA, certainly, right. point guard I have ever seen. Right. He is a turnover waiting to happen with his wild hands. Right. It's, it's the polar opposite of LeBron James. He, LeBron's still the best passer in basketball. He's got the highest IQ in basketball. What do you think this does to his psyche to have to, to stand and watch that unfold? I, I'm spending my last year. With that? Are you kidding me? That's supposed to be skipped. You know, that's supposed to be, you know, you only got a couple of years left or something. Life, well, no matter what it is. You want to travel. You want to go out and see the world. You want to just have fun. Hey. Man, Listen, my last three years. I, I got it. Listen, I'm not saying Pat Bev's a world beater, but he knows how to play basketball. Right. And for the Minnesota team last year, he made a, not, a, a lot of their unspectacular, but he'll make the right pass and the right play in a clutch moment to get the right hoop at the right time. Mm -hmm. Well, LeBron will appreciate that. Right. I think LeBron looks back at, at Dennis the Menace and says, that was way better than what I had with Russ. Remember how LeBron welcomed back Dennis the Menace? This is what I think the hardest thing is is that when you offer critiques or corrections for a player, he or she is unwilling to listen. Russ has had success doing it his way. No one can tell Warren Buffett how to invest. The man has made 100 plus billion. He's made millionaires and billionaires with others. So you're not gonna tell him because he's had success doing it that way. How the hell do you go to Russ? The guy's had four, triple, four seasons of triple-doubles in five or six seasons. He's been an all-NBA player. He's a top 75 player all time. So how do you get to come to him now in year 15, 16 and say, Russ, this is what you need to do? Well, that's what I told you. Isn't he a slam dunk first yes, player Hall absolutely. of Yes, absolutely. And deservedly so. But he's not changing. Mm -mm. Skip, you can't change when you've done it one way for such a long time. That's what I oh. What did it say? Man, you said, Skip, you set in your ways. Ernest D probably tell you that all the time. Skip, you, you put your head down. You know it. You set in your ways, Skip. Mm. You set in your ways. Yeah, she was on my <laughs> podcast a couple of months ago, and somebody asked a question, you know, describe him in three words, and she said, creature of habit. Yes. And she always says that to me, creature of habit. Yeah, you do. You do the same like, time. I, you, I do it exactly the same way every you run, day. You run by my dressing room at the same time I, every day, about 621, 622. That is correct. I'm relentless. <laughs> and I, not walking. Like, bro, we ain't got to be we ain't gotta be on uh, set until 630. Why are you running? You only got 100 I, feet to go. I, I got to get mic'd up so that you aren't <laughs> late when you come up to get mic'd up late. Because you know, I'm, okay? I'm walking on set. Okay, you got 30 seconds. I'm walking, I'm walking to my chair. 30 okay. seconds to go. All right. I, but, I got but, it. That, but Skip, okay, that's, that's it. Rob said, this is what he said, Skip. He said, having to find the right deal with the trade capital they have because they only get one shot. He says, we only get one, Skip, we only get one shot to get this right. We got, we, we got to get this right. Okay. So, Anthony Davis told ESPN yesterday, we're treating this season like we have a chip on our shoulder, like we're the underdogs. Well, you, you, you should treat it that way because you, you are. are. <laughs> you, you just are. 
I, I can't make you close to being the favorite in the West because the West is, is pretty loaded. But, but here's the thing, Skip. Although that's how they should be because I believe, uh, uh, obviously, the Warriors and their teams that are better because they're better fit. Uh, you look at the Clippers, you look at the Nuggets, you look at some of these other teams, they fit better than what we see on that screen right there with Darvin Ham. But that being said, you're still the Lakers. Teams want to beat the brakes off you. Yeah. Well, well he, AD goes on to say, obviously the world is looking to see what we do, but they're not talking about us, and that's fine. You know, we'd rather be under the radar. Trust me, you're not, you're not under, under the, the radar. You're, the you're, 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 in, you're on the top of the radar. <laughs> yes. And LeBron eventually, about midseason, is going to pass screen yes. for the all-time leading score. The spotlight's going to get brighter and brighter. The, the best soap opera in all of basketball revolves around number Skip. zero. Number Thank zero you. with zero rings. Who, who starts the season open tonight? You're in Golden State. They're getting their rings. They're playing you. You're you there. got Christmas Day game. You got all these games. You got the most national televised game than anybody. Mm. And you talk about you the underdog. You ain't sneaking, you're not sneaking up on anyone. Mm. You're still the Lakers. A lot of people think the Clippers are a little better than yes. the Lakers. Are they playing on Christmas Day? No, no they're not. I don't think Brooklyn is. I don't think I don't Brooklyn know. is either. I can't remember. Because yeah, I remember, remember. because the, the, the speculation that, you know, KD's going to get traded and we, yeah, we're not right. putting Brooklyn on, on Christmas without KD. But, yeah, Skip, this is, this is, a, this is a, a, a bad, bad situation. And unfortunately, I'm afraid it might get worse before it gets better. Okay, it's why I told you the whole offseason. I'll say it one last time as camp opens. The only way out from under this, because he is untradeable, is to give him his $47 million and send him home. But Jeannie Buss is proud, and she's not going to do that. She's going to grit her teeth and say, over my dead body, right. am I going to give a basketball player $47 million and say, thank you very much? <laughs> because she grew up in this business. She knows how her father would handle this situation, and she would believe there's no way he would do this. No, 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 no. So the, the point is it would be the ultimate addition by subtraction right. because you have the pieces in place to fill the whatever void he right. was leading. I don't think he leaves any void. Right. I just think you're better off because what did you say? If you don't play him down the stretch in the fourth quarter, he's going to pout. He's going to well, stew. Saw, he's going to make waves. Well, you saw it last year when Frankie B, when Frankie B only sat him down for like two games. Yep. And, he, you know, Frankie B couldn't even walk down the sideline because he was stepping on Russ lips. The lip was sticking out so, okay. sticking out so far because he right. upset. Well, well Darvin Ham comes across as a tough guy. He comes across yeah. like, who the hell cares whether I'm stumbling yeah, over his yeah. lip? I won't even walk down there. Right. I'll just leave him stew down yeah. there. Yeah, we got Band-Aids. We, we put okay. a Band-Aid on your feelings. All right. You'll be all right. Okay. So the, the point is he's, you, you have to win in spite of him because he's still there. You're stuck with him. LeBron wanted him. AD wanted him. Now you just got to live with it. Yeah. Because you don't want to die with it like you did last year. They went 33 and 49. Yeah. I know they had injuries, but zero wasn't injured the whole year. <laughs> He, I know he took a game off, quote-unquote, because he was hurt, but, but he was healthy the whole year. Skip, we've all been to a restaurant and looked at the menu and was like, you know what? Ooh, that looked good. That sound good. Give me that. And when you get it, it's some bull job. Okay, well, that's okay. what happened. That what it, that's the rust on the menu. Ooh, rust on the menu? Ooh, give me one, give me one of him. This is awful.
Okay, but you got good two, and you, terrible. You got two of them because you got <laughs> for two years. Exactly. Give me two orders. Of yes. That. Really? Well, so it's not any so good. you got you got the entree and you and you got it as an appetizer. That is correct. So you did you, you like you know what I tried as the appetizer, but you know you messed up when you get it as the appetizer and the entree. You stuck up. like Chuck. You are. You're stuck. And it cost you $47 million for that. It cost them $91 million because yeah, they made it 41 last year. 44 correct. last year. Good luck, Braun. Hey, damn, damn, mm -hmm. damn. Mm -hmm. We're going to get up a minute. We're going to make something happen. I know Rob. Mm -hmm. I trust I, Rob. I, I'm going to enjoy this. I know you are. I, I'm waiting. I know, I I know you are. I know you're going to enjoy it. Opening night. Guess what? All that being said, we're yep. going to bust the Clippers here. <laughs> All that being said, we're going to bust the Clippers here. <laughs> better be careful. Yeah, I better be careful right now. Better Put a case careful. on it right now. Put uh, a case on it right now. Put a case on it right I, now. I can't because I don't know about Kawhi's I game. don't care nothing about Kawhi. I, uh, I do care. Y'all beat them all last year without Kawhi. You had PG. Remember how PG opened up? PG took the game over. Yep. Kawhi is it. Kawhi is now better than LeBron James is at this stage and age of his career. You know that, and I Kawhi, know that. Honestly, if Kawhi be, hadn't gotten hurt two years ago, they just might have gone and won the whole truth thing. Truth be told, truth be told, mm -hmm. Kawhi ain't never going to be better than LeBron. Mm, he is right now. No, he's not. If his knee will get right. What has that got nothing to do with me? If LeBron, if LeBron James growing, don't give out on him. If he don't, somebody don't roll his ankle. If I go keep doing the if, but all I know is go James in year twenty. Mm. Look at what he did. Mm. That man got more points in five years than Kawhi got for a career. Mm. He went thirty three and forty nine. Kawhi ain't go nothing. Huh. Kawhi ain't go nothing. He Kawhi did. was on the exercise bike. Well, he tore his. That ACL. ain't got nothing to do with us. Mm. <laughs> Look at him go. LeBron has been blessed. I'm knocking on wood. He doesn't tear anything. Anywhere he go. Mm. I want to see Kawhi. I want to see Kawhi. Now Kawhi, you clip it now. He got to go. To get a because I know Braun. Mm. You know where Braun goes. The one thing I know he will leave other than footprint yeah. is the title. Really? Yeah, he's gonna leave that. That's for sure. He got a bubble in. Yeah, that, that's for sure. He's got a big asterisk on it. One Number in bubble. Number 17 yeah. to go with the 16 others that Magic yeah. Kobe and Shaq and yeah. all the other great Lakers run. That's what he left. You know, he is four and six in the finals. That's a lot of people just leave trash. I know somebody that's just leaving trash up in Brooklyn, but really? I ain't calling no name. We're gonna really? talk about we'll them talk a little bit. Oh, go Jay leave trophy. Yeah. Yes. Huh. Something. Well, he's done with trophies. Remember my name. Yep. Y'all gonna remember the man forever. Mm. Is he gonna win another one? Yes. How many cases? No, don't worry about it. Let's, mm. Hey, I'm gonna do it like you do me. Let's see how it plays out. Oh. I gotta see if they stay healthy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like stay you do. Stay healthy. You're stuck with Russ. No, we, we ain't stuck with it. We don't get a boss. Gentlemen, huh? you, you can't get a boss. Speaking of Russ, we may get our first clue into exactly how Darvin Ham plans to use him next Monday. That is the first preseason action for the Lakers. They'll be taking on the Sacramento Kings. Back to Cooper Rush, Skip. He's now led the Cowboys to back-to-back -back wins since Dak Prescott went down with that thumb injury in the season opener. There were reports that Dak, mm, could he be returning this coming week against the Washington Commanders? He revealed to USA Today that a return against the Rams in Week 5, that's probably a lot more likely given his injury. Shannon, is there drama in Dallas on a scale of 1 to 10? How much of a quarterback controversy do the Cowboys already have? No, one of the most popular shows in the late 70s and the early 80s was Dallas. J.R.U. and Jock Ewan, I know you remember it. Never watched it, but remember. <laughs> Who it seemed more like about Houston than it was about <laughs> Dallas, but go ahead. Uh, South Fork. No, Skip, there is not one. They don't have a quarterback controversy. I get that Dak Prescott didn't play particularly well in week one. But did, did you actually think Cooper Rush was going to beat Tampa in that defense? If he'd have been the starter, hell no. Because Dak was able to get away from some pressures that Cooper Rush doesn't have the mobility to get away from. 
So, no, they don't have a quarterback controversy. Cooper Rush has done what, they, what he should have done. Um, hold the ship steady. He didn't run it on. He didn't run it on ashore. He didn't hit an iceberg. He didn't do anything crazy. They got great production from the running back last last uh, last night. Um, Gall, excuse me. Tony Pollard and Zeke did an outstanding job of running the football. Offensive line was sensational. This is the best we've seen them run the football in a very very long time. The defense was the defense. Yeah, they gave up 16 points. Saquon hit him with a big time run. Hey, that's Saquon. He has that ability to hit you with a big-time run. That was, if I'm Saquon, I know all I know is I'm just hoping I can stay healthy and I'm up out of there. Y'all can't pay me enough to stay behind this offensive line. Skip, what's their ceiling with Dak? I mean, with Cooper compared to Dak? He beat bad teams. Like I said, he beat Philly and the Rams. I'm going to come in and say, Skip, I don't know. I think y'all got something brewing on your hands. Cincinnati's a bad team. No, I, they were 0-2. They lost. So they won they one game. Miss- they beat the Jazz. They beat the Jazz. The Jazz miss- good? They're going to miss the playoffs? They good? Huh? How many cases? I tried to get you to bet on I this know the one day. team that's going to miss the playoffs. Who? They're in Carolina, in Charlotte. Uh, okay, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the Bengals. Are they going to miss Whoa, the playoffs? Sorry, I'm talking about no, they're not. We're going to address the Bengals they're a little really later. They're really good. We're going to address the Bengals a little later. That offensive line is really bad. We're going to address that a little later. The ceiling. You like to use the word ceiling. And the ceiling with Dak Prescott as the quarterback is a lot higher than what it is with Cooper Rush. Mm-hmm. Wins over the Bengals and the Giants, that, that doesn't impress me. That does, and you know it doesn't, it's not impressive. But like I said, he beat the Eagles and old Jalen Hurts, who he and Lamar Jackson are right there for the MVP. Mm-hmm. And he does and Cooper Rush does what he does against Aaron Donald and Jay Ram and, and B. Wags and that defense. Okay, now Skip, I'm gonna come in and say, Skip, I think y'all got some, y'all got something brewing on y'all mm-hmm. hand. Y'all gotta fire, y'all y'all created something. My turn. I think I know Cowboy Nation because, unfortunately or fortunately, I've been a part of it since I was 10 years of age. Trust me on this. The Dallas Cowboys, scale of 1 to 10 on quarterback controversy, are at a 9 right now. At a 9. The reason being, you you need to eye test. Your your eyes are telling you the truth, and you're saying they're lying to you, but they're, they're telling you the truth. You've now watched Cooper Rush operate this offense at a very high level through three games. Three games? On tough, tough stages. It's Sunday night football in Minneapolis and that Thunderdome. It's not easy up there. That's your first NFL start. He's way better than Andy Dalton ever thought about being as a backup quarterback. He's obviously better than Ben DiNucci or Garrett Gilbert. He, he actually is operating this offense according to my eye test, at a higher level, a more consistent and efficient level than Dak has been operating it for a couple of years now. Because even you agree that it's middle of the pack Dak. Yeah. Am I right about yeah, that? Yeah, but Skip, but, but what you call him not even in the pack? He's not even in the carton. He's not even in the store. Really? He's still left in the field. So okay. how are you going to talk so, about he's better than Dak? Okay, three games. Again, if I do combine, if I just do put him in a vacuum, there, there's no way he's better than Dak. He doesn't have a better arm. He's not more mobile, as you point out. All I know is he is playing at a higher level than Dak has played for the last 12 games. Do you remember last year what happened against your Denver Broncos at Jerry World? they did the same thing to him. Do you remember what happened when Dak went to Kansas City and had the ball 12 times and got three three field goals? Three field goals, right? Do you remember what happened on Thanksgiving Day when the, the Las Vegas Raiders humiliated me, embarrassed me. We won the toss in overtime, and Dak had the football and lost. So you believe So you believe Cooper Rush wins those games? Absolutely. Just absolutely. At least he 
plays at a much higher level. He gives you chances to win all those games. The Kyler game at Jerry World. Oh, he did to beat, 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 beat Arizona. Okay, Re- remember, he's going ball control. It was 33 to 28 last night because he makes plays because he's deadly accurate and careful with the football. I told you, he is fearlessly poised. And he doesn't just dink and dack. He'll throw the ball down the field, and he throws a pretty sweet deep ball. I got to tell you, for having an average arm, it sure gets where it's supposed to go, and it gets there on time because he's reading it and seeing it at a very high level level. All I know is he threw with 55 seconds left a touchdown pass to Amari Cooper, no longer a cowboy, to beat the Vikings 20 to 16 on Sunday night football. And all I know is against the Bengals who almost won the Super Bowl last year, who should have beaten Pittsburgh in the opener, but they didn't have their long snapper. They missed an extra point to win the game and they missed a chip shot field goal to win the game. Against those Bengals at Jerry World in a big stage game, All he did was, in the final minute, complete three straight big passes to set up a walk-off field goal. All he did last night was answer. It's 13-6 to Giants, and the sky has fallen on my Cowboys. Here we go. Same old Cowboys. And he goes 75 yards in nine to answer that and tie the game. And then he goes 89 yards in 11 to take the lead 20-13. Guess what he was in those two drives? You want to talk about quietly clutch, subtly clutch? Would you believe that Cooper Rush in those two drives to win the to, to, to re-seize the momentum and command of the game? He went 12 of 13 in those two drives for 129 yards. I, I'm telling you, that doesn't grow on trees. You can tell me blip all you want, but that, 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 that's a trend to me. Skip, Skip, I could see if the man had done this over a season. You're saying three games. Three games is not even a third of, the, of an NFL season. Have you not seen deadly accuracy? Have, have you not seen a man who's in command? Here's my point. Did you see the, the video after the game? I don't know if we have a still shot of it, but, but guess who was front and center as Mike McCarthy addressed the team after the game without his shirt on? It was Dak Prescott because he's trying to remind her, hey, this, uh, I'm, this I is mean, my team. There, there you go, my man. The, team. The, the man just happened to be walking by without a shirt. You talking about the man. He wasn't front. walking by. He, look, if, if you look at it, he is front and center. I don't know if we have it. I don't think we don't have it. I mean, the okay. man been working out, say he okay. lost the baby fat. Okay, he want to show it off to millions okay. and millions uh, of America. He's got abs, but. Do those throw the football? We'll see about that. Here's my point to you, and I promise you I am right. And remember I said this. What? Let's say that Jerry Jones does give Dak his job back. Let's say it's – What do you mean give it? Okay, well, I'm, I'm just saying, what, what if Cooper Rush has a nice game? I'm, I'm not predicting it. What, what if he has a nice game and they take care of business against Washington? What if, heaven forbid, what if he comes out here and beats the Rams? Let, let's do the, the worst-case scenario okay. for Dak. And let's say Dak is ready to go against the Eagles. I believe that's a Monday night game, if I'm not mistaken, at Philadelphia. That'll be a barn burner, it won't it? What if Jerry says, okay, Dak, the job is yours. You certainly earned it. I paid you $75 million last year. I've given you this ungodly amounts of money. You took me to the cleaners and then to the bank. The job is yours. Shannon Sharp, there are going to be no more excuses. He's gotten so many injury passes in the past, sympathy passes. You've given you know, them to him. Okay, I have not given it to him. And maybe in the beginning I did. You did. But now coming off the thumb, the fractured thumb, okay, is he going to get a pass? No, he's not. They're going to turn the heat up under him, which could be a great thing. Maybe he'll respond to it. Maybe he'll go back to 2016, Dak, and he'll just take over and they'll rip off 
10, 11 straight wins. They ripping up nothing. Okay, well, we'll see about that. But my point to you is, if he comes out and struggles the way he did down the stretch, including the playoff game last year, if he struggles the way he did against Tampa on opening night, he stunk on opening night. I still can't get it out of my psyche. He took a couple of years off my life so, on opening night against Brady. So Cooper, my point is, if he gets the job back, he, he's going to have to perform to keep it because you and I know what Cowboy Nation is going to do. If he has another Stinko game, everybody's going to rise up and say, Jerry, hey, put Cooper Rush back I, in. I, I Am what, I right? Yeah, this is what I know about Cowboy Nation. You guys love Danny White when he would come in and occasionally fill in for uh, Roger Starback. Mm, but but he, when but he, be- he, he almost never did. And when he came in, then what happened, Skip? What happened when he became? What happened? Roger had to prematurely quit because of concussions. Right. He didn't start his career until he was 28 years of yes. age. But at 38, he finally had to say, my doctor said no more. Right. I got to stop. I thought he was playing like at the, the highest level I'd seen him play at. And all of a sudden, they have to hand the reins to Danny White. And his problem was he wasn't Roger Staubach. Who was? Okay. <laughs> Nobody was. And yet Danny White... In the catch game, the 1982, right. remember, championship game at San Francisco, he made a throw to Drew Pearson. He almost broke away yeah. and won the game right. after the Dwight Car catch. catch. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Danny White was a solid quarterback. He, he just was. wasn't Roger Staubach. Okay, I got it. Okay. <laughs> but I, I don't think the gap between Cooper Rush and Dak Prescott is anywhere near the gap between Roger Staubach and Danny White. I'm sorry. I mean, Cooper Rush is showing you performance at a high level. It's not a fluke anymore, Shannon. It's a real deal. Three games. Real deal. Three games. Three games is a pretty big body of work. No, it's not. With two of them on Sunday night and Monday night football, do you know how quickly you can unravel? I don't care if it's Sunday at Did he look flustered to you at all? No. Stop it. Did he? You know good and well it's not not Dak. Stop that. I'm just saying. The team is responding. He's got rapport with C.D. Lamb. No, he Dak got rapport with Noah Brown. Okay, well, I, I think – can I look – can I interest you in the stats last night? Uh, he threw – oh, that's interesting. 12 balls to C.D. Lamb. That was five more than he threw to Noah Brown. And and guess who the leading receiver for the Cowboys well, Noah was? Brown? Eight for 87 was C.D. Lamb. Eight for 87. Ten yards a catch. Hmm. Oh, number one, getting you ten yards okay, a catch. Well, wow. We're going to talk about that in a moment. But my point is rapport. He, he trusts all these. He trusts the two kid tight ends. He's throwing them balls last night. I'm saying, wow, interesting. He's different than Dak because Dak has so many national TV commercials. I believe that Dak gets threatened by the rise of CeeDee Lamb and Micah Parsons. There are threats to his domain. And there's no baggage with Cooper Rush. He just goes out and plays. And everybody likes him. Everybody performs. They all feel like they have to raise their level around No, no, no defender is going to be able to rival a quarterback in his market if the quarterback is any good. There hasn't been a defender. Mm-hmm. As great as Von Miller, he wasn't touching Peyton. Mm-hmm. As great as whomever is in, in Tampa, you know, Shaq Barrett, Devin uh, uh, White, or, or Levante David, they're not touching Brady. So any quarterback in an in 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 NFL market, if he's worth anything, there's nobody that can touch it. Nobody. And your point is? So you're talking about Dak getting the – Dak ain't worried about no uh, uh, Michael. Michael, hey, first of uh, all, first of all, Texas. Wrong, Texas, wrong, Texas, wrong. Texas, Texas is big enough. Mm-hmm. Everybody can eat. Dak got his little plate. Michael got his mm. plate. Z got his plate. CD got his plate. All of a Everybody sudden, can eat. Micah is the darling of the national media. All of a sudden, CD Lamb how many, has become the darling of the how national many, how media. Many, how many national spots uh, uh, mm. uh, uh, Micah has? 
Well, he's going to have a bunch of them. He's going to have 12? Because you say Dak got 12. Well, it's quarterback versus pass rush. That's what I'm. That's my point. Okay. So you why am what? I going to be envious? Before this is over, Micah might be up in that 12 range. I, I, I hope he gets 14. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, you know how the quarterback is okay. a quarterback okay. league. I got it. And the quarterback has to perform like America's team quarterback of the past. Miles Gad was the best. He didn't have progressive commercials. Mm-mm. Well, he's Faker Mayfield did. This is America's team. Faker Mayfield had okay. those commercials. Who is the most famous quarterback in football year after year after year? It's the, the one who holds the reins for the Dallas Cowboys. Am I right? Yeah. Okay. It's that Troy Aikman. It's Tony Romo. They're in the booths now because right. they played for America's yeah. team. Dandy right? Don. Dandy Don. Thank you very much. Yeah. Dak is fine. He ain't worried about the Cooper. Okay. Bush. Well, you haven't told me he's fine, but you've been telling me he's middle of the pack Dak. That, that he's just average at best. That's what you tell me again and again. And I buy into that, which is why I, I just want my team to win. It's why Jerry Jones said what he said. He just he just stating the truth yeah. that I hope we have a quarterback controversy because he said it's a duh to me. It's like if we have a controversy, it's because Cooper Rush is playing well and we're winning football games. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. They- we, you, every Cowboy fan should hope for a quarterback quandary. Yeah. Dak Prescott, I know you didn't probably have crayons, but they used to have, Carol used to have the crayon. had 64 in a box. Mm-hmm. 64. Yeah. Dak is well, one Why of the, wouldn't I have crayons? You didn't have no crayons back then. They have no crayons back then. Well, what are you talking they, about? They didn't have, y'all they're, had they're from like 1920. Now that they all Y'all had, y'all had, y'all had like two crayons. Y'all had, y'all had a green and y'all had yeah, the we, red. We had you had, you, no, we had 64. When I was okay. alone, we had 64. Right. Dak is one of 64. Cooper Rush, not even in the crayola box. He's not even one of the 64. What do your eyes tell you? My eyes tell games? me that, that, that he's average. Yeah. That's what my eyes tell yeah, me. Yeah, your eyes are going blind. No, my eyes feel yeah. good. Look at these glasses. Yeah. Ooh, mm. see everything. Really? I see the Cowboy about to catch some L's coming up on the horizon. Mm. I see Cooper Rush numbers in three games, four touchdowns, only one pick, and he's hitting 63% of his passes, and he's averaging 260 yards passing a game. That'll win you a bunch of football games. Will it win you a championship? Huh. Maybe. No, maybe no. not. Who, oh, maybe not. Who'd you win a championship yeah, with? How about Trent Dilfer? As you know good where that is. Crayon analogy know. session this morning. We got to yeah. go. We got to wrap. Cooper Rush gets another chance to prove does he have what it takes to be a starting quarterback this upcoming weekend versus the Washington Commanders. All right, you guys mentioned CeeDee Lamb. He had one of the catches of the season last night. It was awesome. What season? But was it enough this to impress season. Skip and Shannon? We'll talk about that when we come back. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me, that's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew. Soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, 
It's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride-or-dies, my crew. Ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids. Just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Cooper Rush hit CeeDee Lamb four times on an 89-yard drive late in the fourth quarter last night, ending with this one-handed touchdown grab to seal the deal against the New York Giants. The Cowboys wide receiver set season highs in receptions and yards in this win. All right, Shannon, did this former Oklahoma product change your mind about him last no, night? No, I don't see special when I watch CeeDee Lamb. I don't see outstanding speed. I don't see great hands. I don't see tremendous run out the catch. I just see I see an NFL receiver. And they're making it say, I mean, we're letting this sink in. We're talking about a number one receiver, and we're talking, we're highlighting, and we're talking about, okay, he made a catch. Every NFL receiver could have made that catch that C.D. Lamb made. C.D. Lamb isn't special. That's all I've been saying. I'm not saying he's not good, but I don't see top five. I, I don't think he's a top ten receiver. That's just my estimation based on how I judge receivers. Do I see special? No. He made it again. But let's go to the drops. Let's go run the tape. This is your number one receiver. Mm. This, is, this, is the guy, this is the guy you put all your eggs in, mm. all the eggs in his basket. Yep. And you just hope he don't trip on the way to the market. Mm. And that, that's one drop. Mm-hmm. That ball was tipped at the line. Should have caught it. Should have okay, caught okay, it. Okay, I got okay. it. I what about this it. one? No, that's a little high and wild. I, I think Cooper Rush saw that it was just completely defended, and it was almost like a throwaway. He's your number one. He's your number one. So, for me, Skip, look, he's fourth in targets. Let that sink in. He's fourth in the league in targets. He's only 23rd in catches and 27th in yards. He's only caught – he's catching 50% of the balls thrown his way. That's not good. That's not good. That's not special. He wanted 88. I mean, he wanted to wear number two. He let Jerry and, them talk, and Michael and all those great 88. He, he didn't want 88. No. He's, he's been upfront about that. That well, he Mike, Michael told him, you, you must wear 88. No, I got my own number. Mike, like Mike you and, and, and Pearson and Dad, y'all have at it. But no, CD has gone 13 straight games without 100 yards. Last night, snapped a 10-game streak without a touchdown. But he's special. He's special, right? He's not. Mm. He's not. If he was anywhere else, he wouldn't be receiving this hype. It's because he plays for the Cowboys. You know that. I know that. Mm. There are 10 receivers, 10, okay, maybe 11 or 12, that you would take right now over C.D. Lamb. Mm. I wouldn't. You would. And I, I respect your position on this because you've been dead set against him from the start. Ain't no dead set. I just call okay. it like I see it. Okay. You've been dead set in your, the, your view of him. And yet last night he impressed me more than he's ever impressed me. And I'm a big fan of his because when he does catch it, he can run with it after catch. He runs violently to me. You, you're not impressed with that aspect of his repertoire. No. My point is... I loved it that he bounced back last night. I loved it that Dak and other teammates went right to him on the sideline and said, you got to let that one go, and he did. 
because I showed you earlier on the, the answer drive after they fell behind on the Saquon run 13 mm-hmm. to 6. The first throw went to C.D. Lamb. Right. And then on the drive that took the game over and reseized completely the momentum, which was the 89-yard drive in 11 plays, four shots went right to C.D., including that crucial fourth and fourth to 41. So could we see the four in a row? This is what you call a number one, number one receiver, number one with the bullet. Because this is where you just say, I got this guy and you don't have this guy. That's the first one that set the tone. This is the fourth and four. And you, you got to trust him, and he's got to play strong at that point to, to get the first down. And then here we go again, and that's that's run after catch. He just – I forget which safety it was. He just bulldozed him. And then I, I'm not sure every NFL receiver can make that catch. Every NFL receiver is going to make a one-handed catch. We see him every week. Okay, it's wrong-handed, left-handed, over the shoulder this way, and he just snatched it out of the air. He's got special ability. No, that's the sh- skip. The ball is skip. You're on the left side. He's on the left side. The ball should come over that shoulder, away from the defender. Defender's inside, so the ball should float to the left, to, to the dominant, to the left, the non-dominant hand. Considering I don't think he's left-handed, but it should be a back back pylon no, he's, throw. He's right-handed. Okay, so it's a back pylon throw. He's on the left side, so the ball should fade okay, in that way. Okay, but sometimes when when you beat the guy off the line of scrimmage, you can fade to the inside and just put air underneath it and just run underneath it. Well, but but if you look at. See, the guy's inside, so he has yeah. to – that's a back pile-up throw. That's a beautiful throw. I, I won't take anything throw. away from Cooper Rush. Thank that's you. a beautiful throw. The ball looked like it's, it's a back pile-up throw. You can't throw it any better. He made the catch. But, Skip, he's not – I mean, I'm taking Jalen Waddle, Tyreek, Jamar Chase, A.J. Brown, Cooper Cup, Williams, the big kid out of, right here in L.A., Adams, Allen, uh, 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 Steph, uh, Diggs, Evans, and Chris Godwin. I'm taking all of them over him. Mm. I ain't even missing Justin Jefferson. Mm-mm. I ain't mentioned him. Mm. All of them are better than C.D. Lamb right now. By the way, when the Cowboys played up there with Cooper Rush last year on Sunday night, would you believe Justin Jefferson cost two balls for 21 yards from Kurt Cousins? All I know is Justin Jefferson in his first two years, no receiver since 1970 mm. has more yards in his first two years than Justin Jefferson. Interesting. Can, and see, and he, I guess he, he's he, lucky he didn't play the Dallas Whoa, defense. whoa, 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 whoa. I'm just saying, hold on. Yo, guy, how many touchdowns? Man, just got mm. a first touchdown in nine games. Mm. First, thirteen straight game. He don't go damn near a whole season without a hundred yard game, mm. and that's your number one. That's special. Who took over the game last night? That's special. Yeah, that was special last night <laughs> to bounce back from a big stage drop on Monday Night Football that could wreck the psyches of a lot of big time oh, receivers. Oh, I just they added, could go right in the tank. I just added another. Okay, Vontaze. Uh, okay. All right. How about Cavante Turpin? You gonna put him on there? No, 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 no. Skip. I mean, I just gave you. I just gave you twelve, thirteen guys. Mm. Uh, you won't. You won't get no argument. Mm. You won't get any argument. Keaton Allen. All those guys better. Williams kids. Uh, uh, Trayvon. Uh, Stephon Diggs. Yep. Evans. Godwin. Devon, come on, Skip. What, what have I told you from the start about Dak Prescott and C.D. Lamb? Do not invite them on the football field. I don't know what happens. No rapport, no wavelength, no connection. I don't get it. I, you have acknowledged that. Yeah. It was just like Baker and Odell. They're great friends. They vacation together off the field. They got no connection on the football field. I don't know why. Oh, just added Debo, too. Just okay. added Debo Samuel. All right. Okay, guys. Well, no, DK, DK yep. Metcalf. Yep. Good. 
Right. Okay. So, again, the Hall of Famer Shannon Sharp acknowledged to me that he sees no connection between Dak Prescott and C.D. Lamb. No, that's not what and I said. And all of a sudden, what, I saw a connection last night between no, no, no. Cooper Rush. I see. I said I don't see special mm. when I see C.D. Lamb. Mm. I've always said that. Mm-hmm. I just gave you 15 guys mm-hmm. that are better than that I would take over him. 15. You know what? Fitting. I don't know how much farther Cooper Rush is going to get to go, but how much farther he goes, you're going to see more and more of 88. And all of a sudden, he's going to rise up your list. He's going to be in the top 10. And then before it's over, he's going to be in the top five because you're going to say, at some point, you're going to have to come out here and eat your crow once again and say, you know what? He's performing at a high level. I never saw it in him before, but, boy, he's impressing me now. And, and the little kid in Detroit is yeah. balling out better Armand St. Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And yet Shannon Sharp told me all week long, all week last week, that this New York Giants defense is different because it is way it's better. Scary. than That's what you kept telling me. I, I, we should pull the I tape said, off. I said they're solid. I didn't yeah. say they were great. Yes, Are they did. Tampa? Mm. Are they great? Come on, Skip. You love Wink Martindale because he's a Baltimore man. Yep. Yeah. And, right? what, and, and what did they do? Mm. They gave up 700. They gave up damn near 700 yards. Mm. Jamar, uh, what you call, threw for 500. They threw for 500 against why? Mm. He was still being Baltimore. Mm. Okay, then. Come on now. Okay, come on now. You told me Giants are back. That's what you told I me. I never said no Giants you, you are back. You said the Giants are serious business on defense. That's what you told me. And all of a sudden, CD, with a lot of help from Cooper Rush, took the game yeah. over. And that fourth and four play, it's big-time clutch catch, man. Skip. It's big-time. I don't know what the safety is doing. You're six, you're six seven yards deep. I don't care what deep. he's doing. All I know is the throw is on the money in the catch. Yeah. Is big time it clutch, a, hang on to it, cat. Any any decent safety knows that if the slot if the slot corner is going to blitz, mm. I need to start creeping down because they're going to the sticks. That's not that complicated. Mm. That's simple. That's one on one rules. Mm. That's why the guy when the guy has a guy if the guy's over a, a, a receiver mm. and he's gonna blitz. If yep. you watch, the safety always creeps down because I got that guy. Mm. I don't want him to just raise up and throw it to him and get a get a first down. Man, the quarterback has to read that and throw. Got skip. Let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you what happened. <clears throat> like we go into meetings and we sit there and we watch. Okay, on this down and distance mm-hmm. of this area of the field, they like to bring the slot corner. Mm. Okay, uh, okay, CD, when they bring the slot corner, just go, just run to the sticks. Whatever that is, okay, they, this is the play of the freaking game. This is fourth Skip, and I'm, four. Skip, I'm just telling this you what is it. it is. If we you miss, that. If, if you miss this, you're going to lose the game. Hey, no, they're going to stop it. That's no, still Daniel Jones it? in the offensive line that can't really? block. Stop. Really? Daniel Jones running wild. He looks like Saquon to me. We couldn't stop him. He oh, was bedeviling goodness. me. Oh, my goodness. Finally, we put a spy on him. That's oh. how bad. We, how many quarterbacks do you have to spy in this league outside of Lamar? I need to put a spy on you to see what you're mm. drinking when you go to your mm. locker room and when you I, go home because you must be out your mind yeah. if you think CeeDee Lamb is special. I drink protein shakes. <laughs> well, and and if they go right something. to the brain. They enhance my IQ. No, That's what I, if you keep thinking yeah. CeeDee Lamb is a top-flight receiver, you not drinking protein shakes. Huh. All I know is that he took the game over last night. Maybe the Giants need a new defensive coordinator. Should he be fired now? I don't know. He went from... Penthouse last week with Shannon yeah. Sharp to outhouse. Yeah, no, Baker's terrible. Mm. That's all that was. That was oh. Baker. That was Baker. Oh, Baker well, yeah, I didn't hear you one time say last week, well, again, the Giants' defense is a product of Baker Mayfield. You no, 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 that. no. I said Baker's terrible. Oh. I, that's why I picked the Giants. That's oh. why I got another couple of cases oh. to do off you because oh. you keep going with Baker and I keep going against him and I keep drinking. 16 all and my linebacker. 
Luva gets hit right in the hands with the Daniel Jones it, throw for that, a pick that's six, not the and first you're going to lose again. Milano had a pick mm-hmm. six. Mm-hmm. The two were hitting right between the numbers, the five and the he eight. dropped it. Yeah, yeah, it happened. Hell, if he could catch, he'd play running back or tight end, but he can't. That's why they knock it down. 88 is going to come back to haunt you. I hope so. 88 is big time. Is, he do, right? Mm-hmm. It's about time. No, okay. You don't, so you don't think he's under, you don't think he's underachieved? I, I just think he had no connection with the starting quarterback. Well, well, and all of a sudden, you see what the backup can do with him. You say, wait a second, there he is. Well, think about what you just said. Huh. You said the backup quarterback has a, has a rapport with him. The man had 87 yards. 87? I can see if the man had a buck 50. The man went for two bands. Okay, but what did he do in the, the breakaway drive that put them ahead? He caught four straight balls, big balls, the right? Man, skip the man. He goes 17, then four for a first down, then 26, and a one-handed snag for the touchdown. Every one of these guys that I named has had a 100-yard game mm. since your guy did. Okay. Well, we run the ball, too, right? Oh, now yeah, y'all run the ball. Yeah, here, we do. You ought to be ashamed Ooh. of yourself. Cooper Rush has targeted CD 23 times in the past two games. We'll see if that 100-yard performance might be coming mm. versus the Commanders. I hope so. All right, Shannon mm. LeBron speaking out about the possibility of passing Kareem. What? Did Just a matter of time. Did problem Ooh. with what the King had to say? No. Big. That's next on the other side <laughs> of this break. Stay with us. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. LeBron James, with this new season starting, is on the cusp of surpassing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the NBA's all-time leading scorer title. LeBron spoke about what that type of record means to him yesterday at Lakers Media Day. Take a listen. I mean, to sit here and to um, to know that I'm on the verge of, of, of breaking probably the most sought-after record in the NBA. Um... um Things that people say will probably never be done. I think it's just super, like, humbling for myself. I think it's super cool for myself to be even in that conversation. Anytime my name is, you know, mentioned with the greats, you know, if if it's, you know, obviously, you know, Wilt or or MJ or now Kareem or whatever the case may be. Shannon, what's your reaction to LeBron's comments about this possibility? Well, it's huge. I mean, I didn't think it was going to be broken. I'm old enough to remember when Kareem set the record. Uh, uh, the record's, you know, almost 40, almost 40 years old. And nobody thought this record, I mean, it's the home run record in baseball. Uh, I'm sure nobody thought the record was going to be touched, uh, uh, broke uh, Hank Aaron's record. Was not, they didn't think Babe's record was going to be broke. And then when Hank did it, they didn't want him to do it. And they damn sure didn't think anybody was going to break Hank's record. But lo and behold, and here we are here. What's so amazing about this record? There's one guy in the top 20 in scoring and top 20 in assists. That's Oscar Robinson. LeBron James is about to be the all-time leading scorer and about to be top five in assists. So this man is not a score first point guard. Mm. And he's doing this. So just imagine if he said, hell with uh, facilitating. The hell with getting everybody else involved. I'm just going to do what somebody else did. Mm. The man have 45,000 right now. 
See, now we wouldn't be no longevity record because the man would have already had the record. But that's not what he is. Mm. The man is just giving you for 18 consecutive seasons, mm. 25 points or better per game. Let that sink in. Not 10, not 17. Mm. Man just gave you 30 in a year 19. Mm. It's an unbelievable accomplishment. And as great as LeBron was with all the hype and speculation, LeBron James have exceeded every expectation someone might have had for him. He's exceeded it. Mm. If anybody told you, say, oh, this kid, he's going to break Kareem's record and he's going to win four MVPs and he's going to go to 10 finals and he's going to use it, they're lying. Everybody thought he would be good, but nobody thought he would be this good. And I get it. You know, you're like, but LeBron James is just not holding on. He's just, Skip, it's not like he's averaging 10 points like, oh, the last two. You you see what LeBron, he just tried to get this record. Bro, the man is still playing outstanding. So what should he do? He knows that the record is there. It's going to happen. I know you hate it. Mm, I don't hate it. But, But you can't stop it. Progress must progress. It is a great accomplishment that he is going to achieve probably sooner than later. But just once, I would love to hear him be asked this question and say, you know what, that's all well and good, and I hope it comes, God willing. But right now, my focus is on winning a championship. That is. But but he he will never do that because this is the all-time humble brag of, I'm in awe of me. You should. The kid from Akron passing this, passing Kareem. Skip Bayless, you know what you did? You were were a columnist, and you went and interviewed, and all you asked was the athlete to be honest with Skip Bayless. Mm -hmm. And the one time an athlete gives you an honest answer, you wanted to be something that he's not. This no, is, you don't, nobody want to be this, fake this, like Tom Brady. This is a painfully honest Yeah, answer. exactly. That's what he's supposed because to do. Let's get to the truth of the matter. Let's get as real as real gets. Let's do that. The reason Jeannie Buss says, okay, let's recommit to LeBron for, is it two or three years? He's got an option. Should we call it three this years? This year, next year, and another option. Okay, let's call it three years. Yes. Let's commit to LeBron James for three years because... Showtime is now side showtime. We know we can't win with this group that we're stuck with, especially with Russell Westbrook. So let's reinvest in LeBron because he's still the face of the league and he's certainly the face of our franchise. And we need him in purple and gold to break Kareem's record because that will take the focus off the stench that is our basketball team that we have let go south right under our noses, thanks to LeBron and AD wanting Westbrook. And this will help take some of the stench off the stench because all of a sudden, all anybody's going to be talking about in the weeks leading up to this blessed event and maybe a couple of weeks after is LeBron passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as the greatest scorer ever. Yeah. Okay, it's nothing but a longevity record because he's obviously a, a gifted scorer. He's the greatest driver There's in basketball. A lot basketball of guys have played a long seen. time and yeah. got this record. Oh, a lot of guys haven't played this long, this many minutes. Well, how many guys have played, how many guys have played this consistent? How many guys have averaged 25 points or more for 18 straight seasons? Mm-hmm. Jordan didn't do it. Jordan couldn't make him a 15 season. Yeah, Jordan only won 10 scoring titles to LeBron's one. He also had 10 to, to one. Guess what? And he also had seven seasons in which he took and missed the most shots. Mm. How about that? Mm. So if a guy throws the yeah. ball, if a guy has the most rushes in the season, I expect him to lead the league in rushing yeah. more times than not. Yeah, and you know what LeBron refers to? This is the most sought-after record. Name one. Okay, I got one for you. How about this one? How about winning six 
NBA Finals with six MVPs, six and zero oh in the finals. That that's a sought after record. Top that one, LeBron. Oh, he can't. No, he's four and six. Uh, in the Russell finals. got eleven and one. Uh, Top yeah. that one, Jordan. Yeah. Well, he how about, can't. How about six and zero and you, with six MVPs? Skip, so which is which is which is more? Mm. Eleven and one or six and okay. zero? And you do realize they didn't have the, MB, the MVPs didn't come about until 1969. No. Nope. So how many titles had Russell won prior to that? Okay. He I, had won nine. I love what Mr. Russell did, but it was a different era then you know whoa, it whoa, and whoa, I know whoa, it. Whoa, whoa, yes, whoa, whoa, yes, 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 yes. It was a different era back in the 80s. It was no, a, oh, hold on. Hold on. Did they not have the NBA titles in the 80s? Because I could have mm-hmm. swore Magic won five in the 80s, Bird won three, mm-hmm. uh, 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 Kareem, yep. not Kareem, uh, uh, Dr. J won one, Isaiah yep. won one. So what happened to Jordan winning in the 80s? Huh. They didn't have, they didn't have the NBA finals in the 80s? It was really good in the 80s. Basketball was loaded. He was the GOAT. When he broke through, he was the GOAT. Nobody but you and some blind witnesses out there, nobody thinks that LeBron's the GOAT. I'm just trying to figure out why Jordan didn't win no titles in the 80s if they had NBA finals in the 80s. Yeah, this is what I hate about this. He's going to pass Kareem, and the billions of blind witnesses are going to say, see, he's better than Jordan. Let this thing Oh, stop How you do this? Stop it. In one fell swoop. He going to pass Kareem on one hand, then pass Magic Johnson, the greatest point guard, and assist on the other hand. Mm. Top that one. Mm. Top that. Take that. Take that. Take he's that. He's a great pass. He's still the best passer in basketball. I got it. I got it. Skip. LeBron, tell y'all. Watch this. Yeah. You know what's amazing about this record? <laughs> what's amazing is he's a lousy shooter. He's always been a lousy three-point shooter, and he's been an even worse free-throw shooter. He should have passed Kareem a year ago if he just made no. 85% of his free-throws. He would have passed him if he had been healthy oh. like he was prior to him arriving in L.A. He'd have passed him a year ago. Mm. He would have. But look at the games that he's missed. He's missed over 80 games since he's been there. So you're right. He, should, he would have passed Kareem had he not been, had he not been hurt. How, how do you defend all those missed free throws? The same way, I, the same, 73% the, the free same throw way you shoot. defend Michael Jordan for missing all those shots. Mm. Look into who took the most shots in the 80s and the 90s. And who took, and that's why he led the league in scoring. Oh, how really? Did, Are you saying he's overrated then? Is that what you – well, seriously. Are you saying LeBron's overrated? He shot overrated? because he could shoot. That's why. Skip. He, he was as lethal from mid-range as I've ever you seen. T- you're telling me the man who Ooh. led the league in scoring, did he not take the most shots? No. Did he sure. not miss the most shots? Yeah, because he was by far the best player on his team. Okay? So last year, you, you, you can't defend this. Just last year, as they went 33-49, and 49, LeBron James took the 15th most Three-point shots in the league. That's high. That's top 20. He took the 15th most. He finished 93rd in three-point percentage. 93rd? Guess what? Guess what the math says. The math says 33 and 49. With, with That's all what of says. that being said, LeBron James is a better three-point shooter than Michael Jordan. Go look at the numbers. Yeah, but go look at what you was remember, happening. Go look at the attempts for Michael you, Jordan. He just didn't attempt do, do, it because nobody cared. Yeah, they, they were not priorities. Oh, hold on. He didn't care, but he somehow in the NBA Finals, he doing this. But he taking three, but nobody care. Mm. Did you see what he did in the three-point competition? Mm. He got the most misses in three-point competition. Made the fewest shots in the three-point contest. You know what? Right, right here, right now, in a game of three-point horse, I'll take Jordan right now, right now, at his age and his stage of his career. Brian, beat the brakes and, and off He it. would shoot the lights out. Brian, beat the brakes he off He would it. not beat the brakes beat because the brakes. he's supposed to be in the lab and he's doing everything to in the lab. free throws in the and lab. threes. See, Skip, see, what you try to do, see, what you try to do is that there's more ways than to put the ball in the basket. 
So you like, well, what you try to do is take something that LeBron isn't great at and say, well, see, he can't be that. Jordan wasn't a great three-point shooter, mm. but you don't take that against him. It, it wasn't prioritized in his, his era. Now it's all they do. LeBron, two years ago, started saying, I, I'm going to shoot career. He went career high eight a game, followed and by I career high go, eight a game. I hope he go career high this year. Because he's saying the math adds up that if I take more threes, I'll get to Kareem faster. The man averaged 25 points for 18 straight years. Your guy couldn't make it past 15 mm. years. So I, I actually appreciate the the gut level honesty from no, LeBron you don't. yesterday. Because you talk about it. He, he's saying to you, you know what? All that really matters now is I'm going to pass. That's Kareem. not what he said. That is That's his not what focus. He said. That's not what his focus is. It's awesome. The so, kid from Akron so, so is going to pass LeBron, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Skip. Way to go. Skip. If you leave the house and you go in a direction, hey, Skip, can you stop by and give me a pack of cigarettes? Mm. You go up by the convenience store. Mm. So why the hell, if I'm not in the process of breaking this record, can I go get a title? I'm on the road. You I'm heading that way. Title to a pack of cigarettes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm heading that direction. Oh. You need something from the store. Oh. If I'm going to the store, what people? What they ask? Hey, I'm heading to the store. You need something? Okay. LeBron James said, "Hey, I'm playing the NBA season. I'm gonna pass Kareem. Okay. Y'all need something? How about the NBA title? Okay, okay I'm gonna go and get that I, too. I'll bet you 50 now, cases no, right no, now that LeBron that. doesn't win a title next year. No, wanna bet? No, I don't want to bet anything. Why not? I bet we gonna get that record. Mm, put your I bet we gonna get that record. I'm gonna be in the game. I hope so. I'm gonna be in attendance. I, I'm gonna knock on. I'm, say, I'm saving up all my pennies right now. I'm gonna be at that game. Really? If it's in the Staples Center. Well, I hope it doesn't take him as long as it's taken Aaron Judge to get to 61. That ain't going to take a long. No? I think, I think somewhere probably Everybody around 55, 60 games we have. Uh, you probably will because you're going to shoot them up. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, launch it. You might add, average 10 threes a game. I'm saving, saving my penis, Jen, right now. I'm <laughs> going to that game. Might go starts. on the road, too. We got to go. I know you guys could discuss this all morning, but Skip, we got to talk a little Micah Parsons. Yes, you can't leave him let's. out this morning. Oh, we, did How he play last night? You should sure? I'm not sure, but I think he played. When we come back. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Before Monday night, Micah Parsons tweeted a Michael Jordan flu game gift, and Lawrence Taylor said, yep, he was going to be attending the game to make sure he could watch the All-Pro in person. Parsons finished with a tackle and two QB hits in the Cowboys win. He later tweeted out, quote, Cowboys defense, new era with the starstruck emoji. Shannon, give Micah Parsons a letter grade for last night's performance. Incomplete. I didn't really know he was out there. He set the expectations for this, Skip. He tweeted the uh, Jordan flu game, the emote, that whatever the gif or uh, a meme or whatever it was. Yep. He tweeted that. So yeah. he raised the bar. I don't want to hear, well, the reason why D-Law did this and the reason why Don Armstrong did that, that's... No, when Jordan had the flu game, the flu game wasn't about what Scottie Pippen, it wasn't about what Steve Curry, it wasn't about anybody else. It was about Jordan. So he rate, he put that expectation out there that he didn't have to do. So now LT's coming. 
LT left that ball game last night. Said, "Yep, I'm still the best in the. I, I, I feel very comfortable. I agree moving with that. forward. Yep. that I'm still gonna be the best defensive player ever. Because he was saying what you're saying. Did he even play last night? Exactly. So I, I don't have a look. I I still believe he's a phenomenal talent. He has four sacks in what three games. So he's still ahead of the curve. Get back on the pick, right back up where he left off. But you have to understand, like, these guys understand, like, hold on, bro. We're not going to just let you wreck shop. We, they chipped him every chance they got and what they should do. But I'm going to have to give him an incomplete. I know he's special, but he didn't impact this game last night. And Skip and I got to keep the play 60 snaps uh, last night, which 83%, which was fifth most on the team. Pass rushing is, is very tiring. And a lot of times they drop him in the flat just to give him a, just to give him a break. But – no, last night was not a Mike. It was not the Michael Parson game that I expected to have. I said because LT was going to be an attendance skip, I thought he was going to have a lights out performance. Yep. For, forget the, uh, 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 the what he tweeted, because man, that's LT. That man coming to see me play. That's what he said. He said he coming to see me play. That's what I expected, and he let he left me. I wanted to see the Micah from opening night against the uh, Bucks. I wanted to see Micah against. Uh, what he did against Joe Burr. That's the Micah that I wanted to see, and I didn't see that. So I'm going to give him an incomplete. But I know he has something in him. So unfortunate for you, Carson uh, Wentz, you're going to get what Daniel Jones didn't get on Monday night. Mm. Okay. I'm going to give 11 from heaven a B for his effort last night because he gave a lot of effort. Unfortunately, it, it did not produce much fruit. Right. But the point was... I'm, I'm going to give him a little bit of a pass because I think he was pretty sick. That, that's what they said. He didn't practice all week. That was the whole purpose of the flu game. You okay. spoke the impact. The joint was sick. I got it. But I told you, and I was surprised that you didn't jump all over this. I just don't love any Jordan reference. That, uh, you, you can't do it. This is 23 Not years old. Not in your old. second year. you, you got to learn. No. There, there are certain lines you don't cross. You don't cross the Jordan line. Right. Because once you do that, you, you you can't do anything but fail because you're not going to be able to live up to that. And and you're, you're putting too much on your plate too soon. Right. It's it's enough to have Lawrence freaking Taylor sitting up there it looking over it. your yes. shoulder, right? Yes. And yet, every time I looked up, it looked like the Giants had committed three men to yeah. stopping him. Seriously. Right. Three men get a piece of him. He had one great rush up the middle where he, he ran over the guard. Over, and he ran the, the guard was blocking somebody else and wasn't ready. Yeah. And he got him and he got him. Well, good. you should be ready. And and he hit Daniel Jones right in the mouth as as the ball was gone and he knocked him over. He got two hits on the quarterback. But boy, I can't defend the stat line because he has across the board one assisted tackle. Right. That's it. Period. End of story. Okay. To your you said you don't want to hear this, but I gotta tell you. I just think that Demarcus Lawrence on the team plane somewhere after the game went up to him and said, thank you, sir. Yeah. Because Demarcus Lawrence had a career night. Then he hurt his foot. And I don't know what that was all about. He came back. But he came back in. Yeah. He, he did. But he had three pretty early sacks. And I thought he might, with Daniel Jones running around back there, I thought he might get five. Right. Well, it's it's in part, maybe large part, because 11 from heaven's over there just wreaking havoc on three people. Right. They're out of their minds saying, we are not going to let him take this game over. Right. And that's, okay. all, and that's the whole purpose of having a great pass rusher, Skip. And so now you get Armstrong getting one-on-one, you get D-Law getting one-on-one, and now you've got to win. And that's what they did. They were able to win last night. But, Skip, when you tweet that, you got to – because the flu game was about Jordan. It wasn't about what somebody else did. Hell, I don't I can't even tell you what anybody else did in the game. It didn't matter. 
So that's what I'm expecting. I was like, oh man, that man, ooh, he finna tear this thing up. LT in attendance, he tweeted the flu game. Okay, he's under the weather. He's about to have a performance that we're never gonna. Man, you remember that Monday night? Man, you remember Monday night against the Giants? Man, he was under the weather, man. That man went and got three and a half sacks, a batted pass, a fumble recovery. Okay, but D Law and Dorrance Armstrong and O'Diggy Zua and Bohanna and yeah. Neville Gallimore, that they all should thank the lucky star on the side of their yeah. helmet for Mayo Micah because he, he, he just, people are, he's getting so much attention now that people are saying, not on our watch. Right. Right? And that's what, Skip, great players make your job a lot easier, no matter what the position. You're a receiver, you got a great quarterback, he makes your job easier. You're a quarterback, you got great receivers, tight ends, running back, they make your job easier. So obviously, he's going to make their job easier because he's going to command most of the attention. Now I'm getting one-on-one. I'm not getting chipped. I'm getting one-on-one. And D-Law like, man, I got a rookie. Ain't no way he know all the tricks of the trade. And you see uh, he snatches on by, go bend the edge, boom, sack. Yeah, I mean, the D-Law in an advanced <laughs> age, it, he's been better playing inside. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's just lining up, standing up a on rookie. the edge. Like, oh, I got this. Yeah, most vets look at rookies like, there's no way you know all the subtleties of what it's going to take to be able to block me on a consistent basis. I'm going to get, you're going to drop back the pass, and so I'm going to get 30, I'm going to get 25, 30 cracks at you. There's no way. There's no way you know everything you need to know right now. And so, you take it, hey, like I said, you get a fish, you don't let him off. You make sure you bring them to market, okay. and that's what they did. So I told you last week, I believe to my eye that Micah is slightly more sudden than LT was. I'm talking about athletic, explosive, lightning sudden. Right. Just the get off. It's so quick. Vaughn's way up there. He's yeah. right in there. But but LT was a bad, as you say, <laughs> mofo. Mofo. He, he, listen, and, and he had grown man strength. Oh, yeah. He just wreaked havoc. He yeah. could throw people out yeah. of the He could take offensive line and just throw them out of the way. And he played with vengeance that, that the kid doesn't play with yet. He's just going on pure athleticism yeah. and get off quickness. And if you put three big people on him, including a chipper, he, he he's still – you know, he's 250-ish, but, but he, he's not going to wreak that kind of havoc right. where he can just blow right through. Well, you see LT, he's bullying the, the tackle. Yeah. He reaches over the tackle, grabs the quarterback, and snatches the, qu- snatch okay. the quarterback okay. down. Okay, well, well this but he, can't But Skip, he, because he's so – listen, he's going to be able to bull guys because guys are going to have to open up because they're so worried about him bending the edge. He's going to be yeah. able to bull guys. So once he understands just, just by all getting the, them off balance, if, if they're on their heels, they're bull a bull. Yes. Once he understands the little subtleties, and you know, hey, like I said, I, I think uh, uh, Vaughn them have a, a rush summit where they, all these guys get together, the boat, and they and they, hey, he should go. He should go and look at some of the tricks of the trade or what these veterans have learned. Each one teach one because Skip, he can be he's special. He's already special, but once he learned the subtleties. Of what the art of pass rushing, he'll be a fifteen. He'll be a fifteen sack guy every year. Twenty, maybe. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Good things are ahead for Micah Parsons, guys. That's for sure. All right, let's talk a little NBA action. We had all sorts of media days unfolding yesterday. Kyrie and KD addressed the press regarding Uh-oh. their headline grabbing <laughs> offseason. Talk about drama. We're going to dive into that coming up next on Undisputed.
how do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving offering some explanation to that rocky Nets offseason. KD said he was not surprised he wasn't traded, agreeing with the front office that he was too great for what was being offered. Now, Kyrie said he lost a four-year, $100 million extension in order to go unvaccinated. Shannon, so much drama surrounding this team. What's your reaction to their media day? Kyrie ever loves to try to pretend like he's a martyr, <laughs> and he's not. The reason why, and, and Sean Marks made it, it wasn't an ultimatum. It was about wanting players that are reliable and accountable. Mm -hmm. So no matter what you're dealing with, you just don't get to pick up mm -hmm. and leave without telling someone, Kyrie, mm -hmm. you want to play. Oh, I turned out a hundred million. No, they're like, man, we're not going to give you no money when you just feel like you can just bone out anytime you want to. And you don't tell anybody, oh, man, you know, sometimes you have, we're human beings. They think because we play basketball that we don't have emotions and we don't have issues. Yes, you have those issues. But you better tell your boss, I can't just, like, not show up for work. And then a couple of, couple of hours later, well, Shannon, why you at work? Oh, man, I'm dealing with something. I better tell somebody beforehand. So that's why I'm with Kyrie. Once he, I, know, I know what Kyrie is. That's Kyrie. Kevin Durant. <laughs> Kevin Durant. I ain't surprised I ain't get traded. I'm too valuable. Why the hell you asked for a trade? So you didn't realize, did you realize your value before or after you didn't get traded? Kyrie, he talked about, well, you know, I wanted, the, you know, the culture. Katie, the culture's you. You were in a place that the culture is as great as it is in any location in the NBA. The Golden State Warriors. What the hell did you take? The reason why Tom Brady was able to go to Tampa, he has spent 20 years in New England. He brought what he had learned in New England and transported to Tampa. He did. KD, you're the culture. Ain't no culture. You might be the longest tenured player there. So how can they establish something that you don't want to be a part of? Now, Skip, here's the thing. He said that, you know, I told, I told the, uh, the organization that I'm not going to be a bridge to, Kyrie, to them and Kyrie. That's a part of leadership. Sometimes you got to take that and say, okay, guys, y'all, we need to get in the room together to figure out how we can make this thing work. That's all a part of leadership. Mm. There's a lot of times, Skip, that I dealt with things in the locker room so it didn't get to Mike Shanahan in Denver. Yep. That's what part of being a leader is, KD. That's why he'll never, ever get it. He thinks just because he's supremely talented, that's all it takes. Mm. That's why he hasn't won anywhere else outside of the culture that was created in Golden State before he brought his ass there. Mm. That's why. But he was the missing piece to the Golden State puzzle. They got a title without him. him. So clearly he wasn't the missing piece. Well, I think he wasn't he was. there last year. And why did they crawl all the way to why did Long he go? Island? Why did he go? 
Well, he, <laughs> he went because he was sick and tired of Russell Westbrook. He saw Russ coming before anybody oh, else. Okay, did. let's see. Okay, there are 30 teams. Okay, you don't want to play at Russ anymore. Golden State, so that's 29. So there's 20 other teams available. Okay, he but he said, I, I'm in my 10th year, and I think I'll join forces with the team that has the best chance because I, oh, it's going to give me the opportunity say it again to with stick the it down. to LeBron say it James with, twice. Think about, think about what you just he said. stuck it to LeBron twice. Just, it gives me the best chance. To win. Okay, he what? couldn't win without him. Steph Curry wouldn't got one without him. Okay, he got you, two without him. You admitted to me that there was no way Steph and Draymond and Clay were going to beat LeBron and Kyrie and Kevin Love if they met again in the finals because they had just blown a 3-1 lead. And there was no place that Kevin Durant could go that he was going to be able to beat Ky- uh, Kyrie and LeBron unless he went with Golden State and got with three. Three. So don't do that, Steph. Who was the MVP of the finals? Oh, it was Kevin Durant. Oh, Steph Curry. Do you, do you, do you, even you told me, would Steph have beaten LeBron without KD? No. I, I Save might, Steph's I legacy. Might, I tell you what, this is what I do know. Mm. I know I'm not the only one in this camp. And I bet mm. you if you put lie detectors on every NBA player, mm-hmm. ask them what they think about KD had he not gone to Golden State. Do you mm. believe Kevin Durant would have won a title if he didn't go to Golden State? Mm. Absolutely not. Mm. Why wasn't then LeBron able just to overcome Kevin Durant and those guys? I mean, it's, it's like... Kevin, oh, think about, it's oh, like not, you're just saying he's just another just, guy. Just those guys. Hold on. Did we not just see what Steph Curry and those guys did? <laughs> to a young Boston team that shot itself into every foot that it had. Skip. You, you know and I know. They set records for turnovers. I've never seen anything like it. But, uh, but still, all that being said, when Kevin Durant went with Steph Curry, now you got two of the top five players. And considering the brand of basketball, you got three of the top five shooters in the NBA at that time. And you got Draymond doing some of everything. Okay, they won the title. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, Skip, I'm not saying Kevin Durant didn't tr- contribute. I'm not taking the point like, like Shaq and, and, and Charles Barkley say the man just rode the bus. He was a major contributor. Mm-hmm. But let's, well, let's... You told me that Draymond fled into the parking lot crying big tears because he needed Kevin Durant to come save him. He answered the call. All right. He answered the call. Okay. He went there for a reason. Yeah. Who had the most pressure going into that final? Some of the most pressure I've ever seen. The whole world was waiting for Kevin Durant to fall on his face. Let me ask you a question. Were they the underdogs? See, now, if you tell me they're the underdogs, now I'll say, okay, that's pressure. Well, you told me he's playing against the GOAT. You you said LeBron's the GOAT. You always say, Brady, if he's the GOAT, he should be able to do it, right? Yeah. So, if you're the GOAT, you don't get swept. He go. I mean, you got Kyrie. Mm. You and Kyrie, and he talked about he wanted to get skill. He chose to team up with the flakiest guy, Kyrie Flaking and Grandma's Biscuits. Mm-hmm. He chose to team up with him. You talk about culture. You talk about wanting security. You talk about all the stuff that you wanted, and you team up with that guy. It was almost as bad an idea of, as LeBron saying, I want Russell Westbrook. Yes. Almost as bad. Not quite, it but is. almost as bad. But I tell you what, LeBron never did. LeBron never said, well, give me a trade. Mm-hmm. LeBron never said, hey, Frankie V or, or, or Rob Lincoln, they got to go and I'll come back. He never did that. Kyrie went completely over the cliff with this vaccination thing. And I'm not going to let him get away with saying, I sacrificed four years and a hundred million because I believed in my vac stance. I wanted to give a voice to the voiceless. Meanwhile, you're getting paid millions yes. of dollars. Yes. And meanwhile, you can fall back on the fact that even though not many teams wanted, he said, I had a couple of offers. I, I don't even believe that. Right. He could fall back on opting in for thirty-six point seven million. So he sacrificed all the way down to he's now getting paid thirty-seven point six million. Again, compared to what others are making, it sounds like chicken feed, but it's 
$36 million. Well, what about those that didn't get vaccinated that lost their jobs? That's what I'm saying. If they, they didn't get paid. Yeah, if they didn't have a fallback. He's trying to lump himself in with yes, all those. You're not, hard, bro, you're not ordinary. Come on, stop it. <laughs> Come on. And, and furthermore, he he's missing, as usual, the boat and the point here. Because what I wanted to hear him say is, hey, because I chose not to get vaccinated, I wrecked the team. It's, it's not about the money you didn't get. It's not about you. It's about it. It's about the team. It's why Kevin said yesterday, all I wanted, the reason I wanted out is I wanted a team with some stability. Still. Not, not around that he guy. He chose to be with the most unstable guy okay. in the NBA. Well, he didn't think so. At least he won a ring. He, Still, right? There is no possible way that Daryl Bucket McCormick, Keith Burns, my best friends, I can't tell you what they're like. You mean to tell me he knew nothing about Kyrie's behavior? Stop it. Okay, but I don't think he saw pandemic vaccination coming. Skip. Because the, the man skipped he, out of town. The man, okay. le- the, man, the man left without telling anybody. You know, I know what my friends are capable of. I know if I can count on them or not. That's been his behavior. He heard the story of what it was in Cleveland and how he behaved in Cleveland. Okay, Hell, so, he saw it up close and okay, personal in like, Brooklyn. So like LeBron with Westbrook, Kevin said, I made a big mistake here. I want out. And they played to his ego and said, well, you're, you're so great that we'll never get back for you what, what you deserve in return. And he finally said, okay, I'll stay. And I love this team last year. I do not love this team now because you're still stuck with the, the team revolving around the quote-unquote leader who is number 11. Yeah. As the, this is Kevin Durant's opportunity. He wanted a place to go that he can build a team, establish a culture, establish an identity, set up a stability. This is his opportunity. Okay. Kevin Durant w- wants to be thought of as a leader when it comes. He's like, well, I'm just the best player. I just le-. know that Kevin KD is never going to work like that. Mm. It's never going to work like that. You saw how it operated in Golden State. You tried that way in OKC. You tried that way in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Probably should try it another way and see what transpires. Mm. Well, I, I'm out on this team now. No, I don't. No, yes, I am. No, out, no, out, no, out, no, out, no, out, out. Skip. My grandmother and my, my, one mm-hmm. of my aunts mm. dating this guy. My grandmother wanted her to date Both the were other dating? guy. No, no, no. My grandmother, my grandmother. She, uh, uh, my aunt was dating this guy. Now, the guy that my grandmother wanted her to date, she didn't want him. But she about three or four months later, she broke up with the guy. You know, she took my grandma, told her, my grandma said, you ought to be beaten made to stay with him. Because the guy that was right for you, mm. your head hard, you wanted something else. To mm. my mama, they more fish in the sea. My granny said, yeah, but you might not catch them. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be me. I'm going to make you stay with the Brooklyn shit. Nets. You are not getting you another team. The Brooklyn Phenomenal. Nets are Skip Bayless's team. Mm-hmm. And you don't, no, no, they don't. Uh, 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 uh. Clippers. No, 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 no. no. The Brooklyn the Nets are your team. Play the Nets on opening night, Shannon. I'm going to share that Spurs. analogy with KD and get his reaction. <laughs> Great All right, great stuff, money guys. Money. Let's open up preseason play versus the Philadelphia 76ers, mm. and that'll be our first indication if this offseason drama is affecting their re- we need real regular ben Simmons. season. Okay. Gift, <laughs> NFC East, it's heating up. Who's going to win it? That's coming up next right here on Yikes. FS1. Yeah, here we go.
Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Philadelphia Eagles are not only undefeated, but they hold a one-game lead in the NFC East over the Cowboys and the Giants. Last night, the Cowboys pulled the upset against the Giants, handing New York their first loss of the season. Shannon, from what you've seen so far, come the end of the season when all is said and done, who wins the NFC East? Look, right now, three games in, the Eagles look like the best team in the NFC. Not just the NFC East. They look like the best team in the NFC with the way Jalen Hurst has played, the way they run the football, the way they've gotten after the quarterback. To me, I believe they're the best team in the NFC. Now, when it's all said and done, that remains to be seen. How soon will Dak get back and how how does he look once he comes back? Because that could be the telltale. His first game back, Skip, might be against the Rams or it might be against the Eagles which will be a very important game because they're already one game clear. You don't really want them to get too far in front of you. I picked the Cowboys because I thought Dak was a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts, and I thought that was going to be the difference. I understand all the additions, but A.J. Brown has made them a very, very dangerous offense. Devontae Smith has taken another step. Dallas Goddard is what he is, but their offensive line has been sensational. So that's going to be the matchup, Skip. When they play the Cowboys, yeah. you like the Cowboys are only going to go as far as Micah and the defense mm-hmm. take them. Well, one of the strong suits of the Eagles is their offensive line. They're healthy, and they're doing a great job of protecting Hurts, and well. If you thought Daniel Jones was running wild, you let this man jump out the window. You see, he'll go for 100, 100 plus on you. You got it. So, Skip, you know what? Right now, the two, the MVP is Lamar and Jalen, whatever order you want to take them. But I believe these two are, are the front runners right now. If there was the MVP vote, one of these two guys would win it. But right now, the Eagles are the better team, Skip. Mm. And I think, you, I, I think you'll be hard-pressed to say otherwise with Dak or or with Cooper Rush, mm. the Eagles have been the first through the first three games. They, they are a hell of a lot better than I thought they were going to mm. be. So I cannot believe these words just came out of Shannon Sharp's mouth, that it's Lamar and Jalen Hurts neck and neck for MVP. Yes. I know we're only three weeks three in, weeks but MVP. The same Jalen Hurts that you have scoffed at for months, if not years, on this show. He just doesn't throw it well enough to compete at the higher levels of the National Football League. He's worked with my friend Tom House. He's worked hard. He's a coach's kid. He's a gym rat. Mm -hmm. He is fiercely dedicated to his craft. He just gets better and better. Mm -hmm. He is the heartbeat of that team. I've told you for months on end. He is a flat-out gamer. He's a baller. He's a big play playmaker. And he is the unquestioned leader of that team in the weight room and in the locker room yeah. and on the sideline and in the huddle. And when he calls for the football to be snapped, they all know they're going to feed off number one. And to your point, last year he turned him into, it was almost like Tebow-esque, he turned him into the number one rushing attack in pro right. football because he could run it as well as anybody else could run it. He doesn't have 
any kind of Lamar speed, but he runs pretty well, yeah. and he runs flat-out strong. He, he made a he run runs the other power. day. He runs more oh, power. He, he runs you. like Zeke. Yeah. I mean, seriously. It's, a, it's this grown man strength that the goal line the other day, he just bulls through people, yes. what I'm saying. And it, it wasn't that dangerous because he had already sort of absorbed the contact, and mm-hmm. then he just powers through because they say pound for pound in the weight room, there, there's nobody stronger than he is. I can believe it. Okay? So I hear all of the above. But this Monday night game between these two in two weeks is shaping up as <laughs> I, I call it a barn burner. It's right. going to be all time, right. all time, because – my defense is legitimately really, really good. I, I would say three weeks in, we could agree it's a top five defense right. in the league. So it's strength, it's strength, strength against strength. strength. But I believe my defense is a little better than his de- than their defense is. Right. Okay, so we have a slight edge there. But let me ask you a question. Okay, now you, here we go. What a, well, okay, you said, okay, it's strength against strength. Your, their offense, Eagles offense against your defense. What about your offense against their defense? Okay. Who's my quarterback? I don't know. So far, so great. You want Cooper Rush? Okay. They have played. I'm just going on my eye test. I don't care about whether I love Dak or don't love I'm just a Cowboy fan, and I would like to believe I'm the oxymoronic, objective Cowboy fan. All I know is my eyes keep telling me for three straight games in dangerous places, at Minnesota on a Sunday night, and obviously last night at New York or in New Jersey on a Monday night, in, in the middle was a game against the defending AFC champs at home on a pretty big late afternoon stage. All I know is Cooper Rush operated the offense more efficiently and effectively with more command that I have seen Dak operate it for heaven knows how long. And you agree with me. I know in your heart of hearts, your eyes are telling you the same thing. I'm not saying that Cooper's better than Dak. I'm just saying it works better with Cooper. He's spreading no. the wealth. They are all firing on all their cylinders better with Cooper Rush. But I think the thing is, Skip, is that you said when they rush for 100 yards, okay, you look it's at Dak's beautiful. record. It's okay? beautiful. But I now, got it. But Skip, I got it. This ain't 100 okay, yards. This was 176 way, okay, yards. Only one game last year did the team went, did the Dallas Cowboys win a game without 100 yards rushing. It was Cooper Rush at Minnesota. Right. There's something going on here. It just looks different with Cooper Rush running it. So I need to see how Dak comes back because we talked about this from day one. It's your thumb. And and if you can't grip and hold and spiral and throw accurately with that thumb, if you can't trust it, I'm not sure. Are you going to have to give him a game at Eagles to to get the kinks out? Can I ask you a question? Do you suspect they're going to run the ball with the same conviction when Dak comes back as they run it with Cooper Rush? Well, I would hope so. Maybe they went a little past crazy last year and it started with that Thursday night game against Brady. Okay. Right? Because yeah. Dak threw for 403 right. that night. And then against Brady this year, he Skip, threw you for know, nothing. Skip, you know with the run, you got to commit to you it. You committed, but they did. And and I've been singing Zeke's praises. Maybe he'll run into that fifth game wall, but but he looked pretty <laughs> good. He was averaging five a carry He looked good night. last night. Okay. He looked good last Thank night. Thank you. Well, maybe we have a chance. Maybe we can take more advantage of Philly's defense than they can take of our defense. It's going to be good. You, well, you say Jalen Hurts is dealing. Keeps Dude, defense I, I is love honest. I fear Jalen Speaking Hurst. of the Eagles, guys, my crew has them in two weeks versus the Cardinals. I'm excited to see them in Ooh. person. I will give you a full report. Good. Still to come here this morning, LeBron tweeting out his support for Saquon Barkley for and Saquon? the Cowboy star not too happy thought- about it. That's coming up no, next when we you return. Thought wrong. I thought. <laughs> you thought wrong.
Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. And I won't back down. Cowboys fan LeBron James expressed his excitement last night for Saquon Barkley. When Barkley scored a 36-yard touchdown, the tweet, Saquon is back. Cowboys defensive end Demarcus Lawrence, he didn't like that so much. He responded to LeBron after the game with L. (laughs) All right, Shannon, are you okay or do you have a problem with LeBron tweeting that Saquon Barkley is back since he's a Cowboys fan? No, I don't. And I don't have a problem with with D-Law responding. The one thing that we know about LeBron, no matter what he's a fan of, he loves individual success. And given the obstacles that Saquon has had to overcome, Skip, Outside of his rookie year, he's been injured. And to finally see Saquon healthy and to finally see him being able to showcase his talent, that breakaway speed that he possesses, the quickness, the lateral quickness, the the suddenty in which he can accelerate with. And so LeBron is like, yeah, I'm a, I might be a Cowboy fan, but that doesn't mean that I don't appreciate greatness. That doesn't mean I don't appreciate what someone has overcome to get back on the field and to showcase that talent. I don't have a problem with D-Law's response. He's like, yeah, he did all that. He back, but they caught that L with mm. him being back. So mm. I don't have a problem. Saquon is leads the league in scrimmage yards. He's second in the league in rushing behind Nick Chubb. Mm. He's averaging six yards a carry. Mm. So I'm happy to see him back, mm. and that's what we know. LeBron loves greatness. He loves to see people succeed, mm. and that's why he stay blessed up. Really? He huh. ain't no Interesting. Uh, Shannon Sharp just hit the operative word. He might be a Cowboy fan because no self-respecting Dallas Cowboy fan would ever, ever think to tweet, Saquon is back at the magic moment when he broke one for 36 yards. Yeah, it nice and it felt like the sky would, was falling on my Dallas nice Cowboys. Run. It was 13-6 to 6 New York. It felt like they had roared back and seized control of the football game. If you really love, deep down, the Dallas Cowboys as like he that, is no, no, you, no, 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 you no, don't no, do that. No, no, You, you no, cannot. I, do. I, I was out of my mind. I screamed so loud. Hazel jumped and she, she looked at me like, okay, I'm out now. I'm out. She wanted out. She went and started scratching her. on the door. I don't blame her. Because I went totally crazy. <laughs> about this. This was a dark moment Skip, for my Dallas Cowboys. Everybody is not fanatical okay. like you and the I, other I, delusional. I, I can't keep up with LeBron because one minute he loves the Cleveland Browns and he's riding that bandwagon. And the next he says, oh, but I grew up a Cowboy fan. He's riding that bandwagon. And the next moment he's moved to L.A. and now he's a Rams fan. Yes. He's riding that bandwagon. I can't keep up. He is the biggest front runner this side of his personal protector on this show, Shannon Sharp, Hello. who leads the league in front when he showed, when he showed When he showed up in Cleveland, who was on the team? OBJ, mm. the Rams, who's oh. on the team, OBJ. Oh, so it's about OBJ. It's not about allegiance to team, Not right? that friends. Huh. My friends trump allegiance. Huh. Well, maybe it's about rubbing elbows with OBJ oh, or with go. Saquon or whoever it yeah, is. Yeah. I, I love Quan Saquon back. as a guy. Get him, Quan. Hey, I, I, you, you know, wish. I, you wish. I, I, I root for him unless he's playing this team, and you, I'm sorry. There is no way I would have been capable of tweeting last night, Saquon is back. And I love my man D-Law because he yeah. laid down the law on LeBron James. He won-lettered him. 
That's how he just, the tank, as they call him, old Tank Lawrence, he, he, yeah. he rolled right over LeBron. He, he L-worded him. He just, all he had to do you was, was say L. You wish Z could do that, right? L. You, you wish Z Woo. could do that? How, how he went through the line, yeah. still to the left, and, and, and stuck his foot L. in the dirt and took off on yeah. him? De Demarcus Lawrence just put one Saquon, foot back. Saquon, right, back. right on LeBron's head and said L. Done. Saquon, back. Yeah. Did LeBron knock on your door at the restaurant last night? He <laughs> no, he did have. not. No, he did not. Would you let me in the back room? Maybe. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, you took an L last Maybe night, LeBron. LeBron is just a huge fan yeah, of great football. Oh. All right, he gave gentlemen, me no speaking no. of allegiances, Tyreek Hill keeping the receipts as the Dolphins yeah. take on the Bengals. Skip and Shannon react with a deep dive when we come back. What's this? It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, when Tyreek Hill was informed the Dolphins would play the Bengals this Thursday, he recalled his beef with Eli Apple, responding with, quote, I owe you. Eli Apple and the Bengals last year beat Hill and the Chiefs in that AFC championship game. Shannon, do you like or have a problem with Tyreek saying this? Skip, nothing that Tyreek could possibly do on Thursday is going to undo what transpired in the AFC championship game. In the, Kansas City. In Kansas City. Yep. Nobody thinks Eli Apple or any receiver can cover Tyreek one-on-one, mm -mm. let alone Eli Apple. <laughs> Eli Apple knows he can't cover Tyreek. But when I win, I get to say whatever I want to say. I can call you a baby. I can call you a bum because we went to the Super Bowl and you didn't. I don't, I don't, I don't get what Tyreek Tyree is mm. upset about. Mm. By the way, did Tyreek play against the Bills last Sunday? I think he had two catches. I think he had a couple of catches for a couple of yards, yeah. and that's about it. So he's not exactly speaking from a position of strength. <laughs> and yet Eli Apple is the single most disrespectful Respected, talented corner in this league because I think he's got talent. He ain't got no talent because he talk. He be okay. talking like he be locking folks down and he don't. Okay, but I, I'm with you. There's no way to, for Tyreek to get even. Okay, you, you already lost. You lost the game that really mattered. It Skip, it happened to us. We played. We beat Green Bay in the Super Bowl, and then we had to play them in the preseason. And they talking about they want to get back. Get back what? How you get back in the preseason? What we did to you in the Super that Bowl? Sounds like Mike McCarthy. <laughs> Tyreek Hill's just looking for a little extra motivation, guys. Great stuff. We're out of time. 